from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Nintendo gets all of the family nominations, and we'll go through those Black Friday deals. I can feel my partners itching with anticipation inside their Pokeballs. I got the Mega Drive Mini Mini. To Nintendo Main Podcast episode 196. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. Nintendo got robbed. Johnson. I'm Jeremy. I have great friends. Mikowski. And I'm John. Knitter. <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, the podcast about Nintendo by fans like yourself, like us here to tell you about things. But let's do how we start off the show as we normally do and talk about what we got and what we've been playing. I actually haven't really bought anything this week because I'm trying to play through, well, not play through all of them because that's impossible because of time, but I'm basically working on my top 10 of the year list right now, so that's, I'm kind of trying to bounce between games, but I've mostly been playing Pokemon Sword and Shield more than anything else. Still, I've actually I've actually doubled my Pokemon since last time we recorded, so that's pretty cool. Because last, last time I had 54, now I have 100-something, so... That's, that's obviously that's what I've been doing on on that game. What is what is your count at now, Jeremy? Let me look. I just shut it down a little bit ago. Didn't right. didn't know I was gonna ask you for your count. Make well, my ta- are we talking? Is, are you just looking at your Pokedex and seeing caught versus seen? Is that where you're finding that? Also, whenever you save, it tells you how many you have. Oh, does it? That's mostly what I've been looking at. Is 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 when you save, it'll tell you how many Pokemon you that's have right. and how long you played for. Go there to the same spot. Okay, I've got 117. Um, I'm I'm catching up to you, and you're farther in the yeah. game than I am. I am. Yeah, I'm done with the game. Oh, you beat it. I beat the main part. Yeah, beat it in 14 hours. Did you? I'm, I'm kidding. That's, 41 hours. Yeah, the, I'm just I'm tired of seeing all that shit online about beating the game in 14 hours. I mean, you can probably beat it in 14 hours if you want to like not play the game the way you're supposed to play the game. I've been playing it for 14 you, you hours, like and I only have no fun with it. Yeah, I've been playing it for 15 hours, and I only have, and I have 100 Pokemon. So, fuck you. <laughs> that's because I, that's because I go through every area super slow and try to catch all the Pokemon because I'm, because I'm super OCD like that. Well, that's you're a, playing the, you're like the target audience for this game. I play the game the way the game's supposed to be played, <laughs> where you go and catch Pokemon. That's what I that's what I do with it. I don't know. I don't know, understand what other people are playing. I don't know. I've I've seen like comments, you know, people are still it's become like it's become like the last Jedi thing where you just mention it once and some asshole has to like yell at everyone in the comments about it, you know, because they're angry that you like a thing. But I've I've seen yeah, I've seen people talk about like, Oh, it's only fourteen hours and I'm like, Who I'm like, no one like you're the only one who's saying this that it's fourteen hours and 
probably the person that you watched play it 14 hours was somebody who doesn't like the game and just wants to get through it and doesn't play it right. It's just so annoying. I don't know. But I, I still like the game a lot. I think it's great. Are you, are you uh, now that you beat it, is there is there like enough like post-game stuff? Are you still playing it, Jeremy? I just I just got into post-game late last night. That's actually one of the reasons I was having trouble getting out of bed today because I stayed up pretty late. Oh. I, wanted to fin- I wanted to finish it because it was not just for the show, but it was I was just having so much fun. I didn't want to stop playing it. Sure. I'm surprised I haven't caught more like like you're saying, like you caught way more, but maybe I'm just not as good at catching Pokemon. Cause I feel like I was going hard on trying to catch them for a while there, but maybe towards the end when I like the past, the last several hours I played, I guess I was just going through all the battles. Mm. Yeah, you don't really have a lot of time to catch Pokemon at the end part. Yeah, I just, how many are there in the game? I think there's 400, aren't there? Isn't that the, yeah. isn't that the whole total? Which yeah. I I'm, so, I mean I barely scratched the surface, so there's a there's a ton to do as far as that is concerned. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't know if I will, but I'm gonna try really hard to get all of them because I've never, I've never completed a Pokedex completely, and I guess I could have if I tried to on Let's Go because it's easier. But I just, I just didn't like that game. It wasn't for me. It was too. It was way too go, way too go, and not enough Pokemon. That only has like 150. But, but I wonder uh, how how well did that sell compared to this one? Let's go. I think, well, this one, we haven't actually haven't talked about it yet because we haven't really done news for the past couple episodes just because we had so much other stuff to talk about, which is Mm -hmm. fine. But Pokemon actually has, isn't it, hasn't it been like the highest selling, like opening Pokemon in a while? Like I know it was pretty high up there. Well, it's the highest selling Switch, Switch game. Yeah. So it was revealed that in one week it sold 6 million units. Yeah. So I think, I think Let's Go at a certain point did hold. I, I, maybe I'm just misremembering, but I thought it did hold a a record for selling the fastest. Well, I mean, it does. Other, other games have since been released that have caught up. Yeah, I'm just wondering if the sales reflect the general opinion that you know, of course, this is the mainline Pokemon game, and that was sort of an offshoot. Oh, sure. I mean, because there was, I'm sure there were some people that didn't get Let's Go because they didn't want that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I understand people who didn't get it because I've I've talked about it before on the show, like the forced motion and like the where you know it's it's just different. It was just too different from the regular Pokemon for me for me to get into, and mo- mostly the motion control was what killed me. Plus the having to the way you have to catch Pokemon. I don't really like that the wild one, but at least they brought some stuff over from it. Where I really like how you can see the Pokemon in the wild now in this one, and it actually helps me a lot. For it makes I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but it makes catching Pokemon actually a lot more fun. And I think that's where the challenge of the game is, is in catching the Pokemon. Because I was like, I was in a cave and I was trying to catch like this, I forget what it's called. It's like a little like flat uh, insect looking thing. And it'll run. keeps running away from you. Yeah, and it'll run away from you. So I was doing this whole, I spent like probably at least an hour trying to catch this thing. And I finally did. But I mean, that's that's where I find the challenge in the game. It's like the way mm. trying to figure out certain strategies as to how to sneak up on the Pokemon to get them. You know, that's kinda, I probably spent yeah, I spent yeah. quite a bit of time on that one. I do, I had to run run up on him with my bike. Oh, is that how you did it? <laughs> uh huh. That's how I finally I actually captured him, and then he ran away the first few times I captured him. Oh, I would basically I would basically run into the middle of the room, and whatever Pokemon would show up around me, I would go kill all of them. And kind of wait for it to respawn by me, and then I walked over to it. That, that's how I got it. But you got to be, but you got to be slow about it because if you're too fast, it'll disappear really quickly. But like that's how I did it. I'd like clear out the room and wait for the Pokemon to respawn, 
and a couple times it responded like right next to me. But I also like lost it. Like I like I fought it and it, and it took off. Like it left while we were fighting. Yeah, so it'll run away. It. Same thing it's with called like it's called like wimp out or something like that. Yeah, because it's called like wimp. Isn't it called like whimper or something like that? It has wimp in the name. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, it would like take off like while I was fighting, and I hate that because like my my favorite Pokemon Alakazam. Like I think part of the reason why I like Alakazam so much is that Abra was so fucking hard to catch in the first game because he can teleport. He can leave whenever whenever he wants. So like you either have to try to catch him with the Pokeball early, which is which in that game was damn near impossible, like without wearing him down, or you just have to hope that he's just not going to leave when he gets weak. And I actually fought another Pokemon in the wild area that did the same thing where he, where he like took off on me and I never saw him again. <laughs> he like teleported away and I never saw him in the wild area again, so I missed that one. I mean, hopefully it'll appear again later, but but yeah, no, I I really I really enjoy the way the the way you can see them now and how it's become its own like strategy, like sneaking up on him. His name's a Wimpod. I just found him. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so yeah, stuff like that. Like I think is 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 most is where I'm getting most of the enjoyment out of the game. And and I play the gyms, you know. But those are that's always been like easy. Like the 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 main story stuff has always been easy, and it's always just been kind of a side to for me to like catching the Pokemon because I think that's the fun part of it and leveling them up and all that. Like I got my my Thwacky is is all the way leveled up. I don't remember what that second evolution is, but he gets a giant drum now. I kind of oh I, yeah I had to fight I remember fighting him yeah I, I like how you're because he starts out with just twigs or like just sticks and they evolve into drumsticks in the end and he's a drummer <laughs> I'm like all right cool yeah I'm, I'm into that and so it's because I knew those sticks are going to change like as you go but they they evolve into actual like straight up drumsticks which is pretty funny and I you know I I was a wannabe drummer myself so I I can <laughs> relate to to the Thwacky drummer. And I got a, and I got the um, toxicity like right after we talked last week, and that guy is super cool. That has like the bass, but he's like mm-hmm. playing bass on himself, but it's actually like his... he should be in a band with the Wacky Boy. Yeah, no, they <laughs> they should actually. That's a I'm surprised nobody's done that. Like put some. There of the... is a there is a little bit, or of... have people done that? Like put some in of the, the Pokemon in the together. credits. You see them hanging out together. I I don't think that's too much of a spoiler. Ah, spoilers, dude. What? No, really? that's no, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's maybe people wanted to not wanted to know what was. It's in not the a story spoiler. Yeah, but no. I mean, I, I thought maybe somewhere on Reddit somebody had made like a Pokemon band picture and like put all the music ones together. You could put like Loud Red in there or something. That could he could amplify that or something. Yeah, and uh, be cool if that was that scene too. Jigglypuff can sing or something like that. I'm telling you, it's, it should be a thing. They they need a need a guitar player. I guess. I guess in, in Tox City could be. Could be a guitar player too. We do need to send each other some Pokemon, which I haven't tried. I don't know how you do that, actually. But yeah, we, yeah, I was hoping we could mess around with that at some point. We just haven't just haven't done it yet. I have like I think I have three or four that I've caught for you that are um yeah I think I have four that are ones that are exclusive to Sword. But I guess I mean you have you could talk about it, but you have Leak Boy now, right? I did. I got Leak yeah. Boy because. Like I got really lucky. Like my third or fourth mystery trade I did, or surprise trade, whatever they call it. Surprise um, trade. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a far fetched, and it was definitely from a, a Japanese player. I guess not definitely, but I mean it's definitely in it, Japanese. He had a Japanese names. name, yeah. Or they had a. Japanese and at certain, I found like when I was playing at certain times of the day that it would trade with Japanese players more often. So by certain times, I mean like four in the morning. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's it, why I got it's like six there. Whole, <laughs> six uh, the so I got a whole yeah. far fetched, and then he was pretty low level when I got him. Though I think he was like in the maybe the twenties, maybe even earlier. But yeah, I leveled him up, and then actually getting him to turn into Sir Fetched is a little bit of an ordeal. Yeah, I haven't but tried I won't it spoil yet it for you if you don't want me to, because I actually had to look online to figure out how to do it. Oh, we can talk about it. That's fine. That's not a spoiler for me. I'm have to, I'm gonna have to look it up anyway. Okay, well, you have to get three critical hits in one battle. Oh yeah, no, I, I did see that because people uh, were. I can't remember. Yeah. There's there's a level you have to be. I was I, I had already gotten to level fifty five at this point because there's a move at level fifty five, Leaf Cutter, hmm. that has a higher crit rate. Oh okay. And then I also had a um, and one of my items I can't remember. It's an item I found in the world that increases crit rate too. Hmm. So I had both those things on him and then put him first place in my party and it, it took a couple hours but i finally like played through a uh, a battle with a trainer oh yeah, you know, yeah someone i ran into on the field or something it was like it was a longer battle where they had like four or five pokemon and i was able to get my three crits and oh. luckily swapped him out right before he got ko'd <laughs> was he about to go down yeah and then he evolved at the end of the battle so i was like nice i was actually hanging out with shauna when it happened and she was watching me and i felt like she saw me like maybe my favorite moment in the game was that moment when I got him to evolve because it was kind of an ordeal, like I said. But it's really not that hard. You just have to to make sure you keep him healed up and stuff. Yeah. I think if he gets knocked out, you lose. It your, doesn't count. Yeah, your streak. Uh huh. Well, well, if he gets knocked out, he won't he won't evolve at the end. Cause That's because he's, he's fainted. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Also, but I brought I brought him back, and I've sw- I swear that I had brought him like revived him. After he'd had three and he still didn't get it, but mm. maybe I, maybe I was wrong. But uh, he didn't have to be the uh, active Pokemon. Like he didn't have to be the one to finish off mm-hmm. whoever you're fighting. So yeah. that's good. You could swap him out once he gets his three crits. Uh, that's cool that you could do it across more than one Pokemon. I thought maybe you had to do it in like one single Pokemon battle. And I was like, well, you got to find a Pokemon that's pretty fucking yep. strong in order for that to work. <laughs> or you have to do like a Gigantamax or something in the wild area or something like that. That's what but, I think. Oh, and you also have to have um, you have to have a leak in your inventory. Do you? Yeah. No. Are you serious? That's what it said online. I was lucky I already had one. So <laughs> what? <laughs> he already I has found- he already <laughs> has a leak though, or or a scallion or whatever you want to call it. He needs a new one because it's bigger. Oh, is I it because he needs to make a shield out of it also, and not just a sword? Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. I'm. I was pretty. I was pretty proud of him. And you know what? He's a, he's a damn good Pokemon to have. They they made it to where it's worth it to have him. He's not just a novelty. So I highly recommend trying to get a hold of a Sir Farfetch. Yeah. I also I w- got a hold of the uh, Galarian. Um, what's it called? The the Smoke Snack Boy. Oh, the uh, Wheezing, or I guess it would be. It'd be Wheezing, right? Is the evolution of coughing. Yeah, it's Wheezing. Yeah. Because I, so have- I actually I, I definitely have more of those if you want one. Because I have a coughing. Did you find it as wheezing, or did you evolve it into wheezing? I found it as wheezing. Okay. I have several of them if you want one. Okay. Because I found. I got, I got a thought I, on. I'm pretty sure you can evolve the one you have into a wheeze, into this too. I got a thought on trading. I want to ask you guys. So, not knowing anything about Pokemon, as you know, um, my impression of it from like way back when. Part of the appeal was on your Game Boys, you'd get together. Trade over the link cable, yeah, and even in the Game Boy Advance ones, and then I think the DS one was the first one where you could trade online, right? I think it was either I don't know I didn't play a I didn't play a Pokemon uh, Pearl, mm-hmm. right? Was that it or was it? 
whatever the one that I missed. It was Diamond. Diamond was that, and the, Pearl. was that the first DS one? That was the first DS one, yeah. But I played Black and White, and Black and White, yes, you could trade online. Which you can't really do anymore, which which bugs me. I talked about that last week, but but they, you can't trade online. Well, no, you can, but I, but it's not like you can trade with anyone. Like I think you can only trade with friends or with, with trade friends. codes. Oh, got it. There's which trade, we need to try. It. We do need to try that. There's trade codes I'm, now, which is kind of annoying because in black and white, which I said last week is my favorite Pokemon generation. It called it's called like the global trading system or GTS, mm. and you can basically go and say like. You could just go and say like I want a I want a far fetched, and it'll show you like all the people who are who have their far fetched up for trade, and they'll and it'll say like well I want to trade this far fetched for this certain Pokemon or I want this Pokemon and I wanted a male or a female or I wanted it at this level or that type of thing. You can set it up to that much details, or you can just say any Pokemon any level, and then you just trade it to them and you'll get that one. You know. So it was really cool because it was easier for you to like track down those ones from other from the other side of the Pokemon games. If you maybe you don't have any friends that have it, you could just go straight to the global trading system and just do that. And I thought it was so cool that it like really won me back to Pokemon because of like all the effort that I took through Pokemon Blue to try to get everything on that, like with having you know having to get friends to buy it to buy it and then like trade out all your starters like early and stuff like that, so you can you know so you can have all the starters and stuff like that. It was just really cool to have it online. And it's really mm-hmm. funny to see what people want for legendaries and stuff. Like, it was always funny to see, like, because most of it's, like, stuff that people would never trade for it. But, I don't know, it's funny to, like, go through and be like, oh, so what do you so what do you want for this for this guy? It's like, oh, okay, that. Well, nobody would trade you that. Has, but, so right. for legendaries, are those usually part of the post game? Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there's the legendary. There's, like, the one, the, the you uh-huh. know, the main one, which is the, the, whatever the fuck it's called, the shield dog. That that'll be the main legendary one, but there should be more after that. Like I say, I, I've definitely got one, but it's not the namesake of the game. Yeah, because it. So that's why I was like, well, this isn't the one I was hoping to have at this point in the game. Like, I beat the game, and I have a different one. Yeah, because there's because there's ones that you have to you have to like go go uh, actually search for, and uh-huh. sometimes they'll only appear once. Like sometimes they'll only appear in the same area, but more than once depending on how it works. But I remember in the very original game in Pokemon Red and Blue, after you got Mewtwo, you could go and get the three legendaries after that. The um, Was it Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres? The legendary oh, okay. birds. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's been a thing since the very beginning. And it's been... And, it, and Black and White was like that, too, and X and Y as well. So there were, like, stuff that you could get after it. And, it's, and what's really cool about... Pokemon, and I'm sure you've heard people talk about it, but Pokemon Gold and Silver, when that came out, the post game of that was Pokemon One. Like you could go back to the area from Red and Blue, and that like blew everybody's mind that they put. Oh, the, wasn't that wasn't it? Um, Iwata who had something to do with that. Yeah, Iwata, Iwata worked on that. Like he figured out a way to to change the code where he could fit more on the cartridge to get both of them on there. But yeah, that was yeah. like that was like an Easter egg after you beat the game. It was like, oh yeah, you can go back to the region from the first game and, and find all the Pokemon from that. And everybody was like, what? So I remember that, and I never beat that one, but that's why I think people, a lot of people, like that's their favorite because it's it's uh-huh. kind of like the Dragon, like Dragon Quest one through three, like how they were able to stick like Dragon Quest one, like in two and three. It's like the same sort of thing where it's like, we'll just stick the old one in there, you know. So, but have but you been enjoying the the post game stuff so far? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to play it. So, I mean, I have. Still have Dragon Quest post game. I haven't touched that game since mm. Pokemon came out, but uh, 
that's that's going to be a lot of what I play in the next month. I think is those two post games. But yeah, I want to get more Pokemon. Like that's the most fun part of the game is capturing them. So now I can just like capture any of them I see. That was one of the reasons I kind of because I said I was going to beat the game and I wanted to do it while I was like while I was like super excited about it. You know, sure, yeah. Or something it, else distracted me. Do it in the hype in the hype phase, whatever whatever you want to call it when you're still yeah, like all so excited I've, about it. It's my first Pokemon game I've ever beaten, so I'm proud of myself. Yay, uh, you made it. You made it through made Pokemon. Pokemon. And now I think I get it. I finally I think I finally get it. You so get you get why have, it's great. <laughs> now I might go back to blue. I'll let you know if I actually do. Or try to play through Y. I have I've had Y since shortly after it came out and I barely played it. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say I wonder how far you are and why. I would just restart it if I played it, I think. Yeah. Same with blue. Even yeah. though I actually was kind of far to blue from what I remember. It would Let me be- ask you, Jeremy. So as someone who was sort of on the fence about Pokemon, maybe, now that you've beaten it, do you think someone like me who is not into RPGs or Pokemon, is there a appeal for me? I think if you like... Do you like to collect things? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you like the collection aspect, then, you, yeah. then yes. Yeah. Got it, okay. Because a lot of it's about... Well, I, I mean, wasn't Pokemon... I was told that Pokemon was originally invented because of, like... You know, because Bugs. a lot of, a lot of like, living conditions in Japan, like smaller apartments and stuff, like, most people can't have pets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind oh, of right. supposed to be, like, sort of a virtual, like, pet razor type of thing. And yeah, I got, well, I think the Tamagotchi came out shortly before Pokemon, right? I, I bet that had an influence I think, on I it. I think they were kind of around the same time. Because, the well, the owner, or the guy who created Pokemon... He used to raise insects and stuff like that right. because he wasn't able to have a to have like an actual like proper pet like a dog or a cat. And he would battle them. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he wasn't allowed to have a dog or a cat because he would battle them. <laughs> yeah, but it but it's, it apparently came from that like the want to like collect and raise an animal and hopefully it not. It was actually make them his fight. way of not being a sociopath <laughs> and hurting animals. Yeah. To create a Pokemon. Yeah. So that's kind of it, yeah. It's all about like how much. Uh, yeah, how how much you would want to collect the animals, and of course you have to be interested in the way they work and all that. And the, and there is some competitive to it, right? Did you get to the battle tower or whatever it's called, Jeremy? I'm sure. No, I'm I mean sure there's did. there's a lot there's a lot for me to do still. I've barely scratched the online features. I've haven't done much of the Dynamaxing. I, there's a ton of trading that I still want to do. I've like towards the end of the game, I was able to capture a bunch of like extras, you know, that I already had. So I want to do the trade with them, which that's not working as fast as it was anymore. Yeah, no, I, I tried it. I, I tried the surprise trade again after you said it worked so quickly. And it and again, it took me like multiple minutes. Like I played two battles while I was waiting for it to But to it's only through. been within the last couple of days that I've been playing that I've actually finally started noticing like people on the, the like people on their bikes. Oh, yeah. Around. I, I wish you could. I wish you could interact with them because I like go up and try to talk to them to the people on the Wild World, and they just you just walk right through them. <laughs> you know, really? Just, yeah, my character. I was able, just to, I was right able to talk them. to him last. It was either you know it was like two nights ago when they, I first finally noticed them, and then oh really? I started talking to them, and they, each one would give me an item if they weren't standing right next to the uh, if they were standing right next to the uh, Dynamax spots, they would actually be like, "Hey, this fell on my head." and and hurt me, you could have it. And be oh, like really? A, like yeah. a, a berry or something, and they'll they'll like make some quip like, "I'm glad you took that away from me because I'm still experiencing trauma from it hitting on my head." And like, I thought that was pretty funny the first time, and then I realized it was just like a bunch of canned statements, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it, it, supposedly, you're supposed to be able to visit people's campsites. I haven't really figured out how that works yet. Oh, I, I think uh, I've seen. 
I've seen some random campsites, but I don't know if there's from them or not. In my experience in the wild area, I've just seen people moving around, kind of. Like, they're not, like, fluently moving, but they're, like, you'll see them standing in a place, and then they're standing in another place and another place, and you can see that they're kind of moving through the area. And I walk over, I walk over to them, and I just pass right through them. Like, I can't really, like, interact with them. It's what, is what's been happening to me. Like, you'll just, like, they're ghosts. You'll just walk through their so, character. It's, it definitely sounds like it's an inconsistent experience, depending on a lot of factors. So, that part I would like, you know, as they, hopefully, as they improve upon it over time. I'm yeah. I'm hoping to just keep playing in, in that regard. And, yeah, I want to, I want to uh, capture more Pokemon, because I barely have any. I was uh, I was saying that I was hoping that we would be able to do a stream like at some point where where we could just do some trades and maybe we can like link up and trade and then like go do some Dynamax battles or something like that on the wild area because we'll see how see how that works because I don't I don't really know I haven't tried even like ha- I haven't haven't tried like I haven't I haven't tried matching up with anybody because most of the time I want whatever the Dynamax thing is and I don't want to mm-hmm. have to fight somebody over over getting the Pokemon so. I've just been doing it with the computer because I want to catch oh, all true. of them, you know. Yeah, I uh, I think the same thing with the computer for me because it's just been hard to get it to actually connect. But I did, uh, I ha- I did battle my friend Joe, who's the one I played with at the bar the uh, last time I talked about it. Yeah, uh, we actually fought a battle at the bar, and he was far at the at the time he was way beyond me, so he just like mm. mopped. But it was fun, and it it was just a local thing, so. Uh, that I can attest to the fact that that's pretty fun. So if we can get that to work online, it'd probably be cool. Yeah, you'd probably have to use some of your some of your guys that are weaker because I think my highest. I've definitely got weaker ones. I haven't messed around with too much. I'm in like I'm in like the high what like mid to high thirties. I think are like my highest okay. guys that I have right now, which is funny because like I'm not really. It, it's making me kind of over leveled for when I get to the actual story stuff. Because okay. I've just been going around and, cu- and catching Pokemon most of the time, so I feel so I feel a little overstrong. For I like, only got for like knocked out once battles. the whole game, and it was by a wild Pokemon. Oh yeah, have you so, have you been knocked so out like all I, the way? I feel like I was already. I feel like I was always over leveled for every battle I went to. Have you have you been like knocked out all the way to where you have to go back to the just the Pokemon one Center and you lose your money or half your money? It's kind of like it's like this Dragon Quest yeah. and stuff. It only happened the one time, and it was uh. It was a wild Pokemon that was like not that far beyond my level, but it ha- it was like putting uh, status things on me where I couldn't trade out Pokemon. Oh, so oh I could yeah, take people in and heal them. So, and I only actually like I'm so new to it, you know. I only recently figured out like, wait a minute, swap it out and heal it. Don't leave it. You don't have to leave it on the battlefield to heal it. So, oh yeah, yeah, you can heal it when you're when it's in the. Yeah, I forgot so, you could do that. Um... Trying that, that changed up my whole strategy for the. When I was fighting the bosses and made it more fun. Yeah. Also made it a lot harder to lose because you just have you just put out your your heavy guy and have him absorb damage while you heal up everyone else. Sure. I really like how they how they put really like Pokemon that are way ahead of you in the level, like in the wild area. Like I almost I almost got killed in the wild area where I just kinda just ran because I was like, Oh, what am I doing? Like I'm like all my all my Pokemon were almost dead, and I didn't have that. I didn't have very many potions left, and all of a sudden, everybody was like level fifty, and I was like level thirty, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, oh, I, you probably crossed the bridge. Yeah, the bridge, the bridge part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you go to the fourth uh, gym. I was like, I felt like everything ramped up all of a sudden. I was like, "Whoa, everybody's way 
tougher over here. It's like level two of the wild area, pretty much. Yeah, it kind of re- it reminded me of uh, Xenoblade, actually, of mm-hmm. like the Xenoblade games where like you you know there'll be like monsters just roaming around that are like level one hundred. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a guy that stand on the other side of the bridge that's like on the other side of this bridge, the Pokemon get a lot harder. So there is some, there's sort of a warning. Oh, okay. but, uh, yeah, I missed the first guy. thing I ran into was a Snorlax got really excited and then like went into battle with him and had to run away. Cause he was like at the time, I think at least 20 levels above me. Yeah. I found that Snorlax too. I think he's like a level 36 or something. It's mm. above 35. Cause I tried catching him and it was like, Oh no, you can't catch him. So I was like, okay. But I thought, see, I was like, when I was seeing wild Pokemon, I wasn't seeing anything beyond 60, so I thought that was the level cap, but hmm. it's not. Oh, there's once more than that? Nice. So 60 must be just the level cap for wild Pokemon. Hmm. I haven't seen anything beyond that other than, well, I've seen it in battles, but I now I know that's not the cap. But my levels are, in my party, yeah, they're all in the either between the mid-50s and the high 60s. Oh, okay. Because I've been switching people out, switching Pokemon out. Man, Mudsdale. That's a good Pokemon. Is that that's the um, that's the evolution of the what was the other one? The horse, uh, the horse, the donkey, Mudbray or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what a great Pokemon! That's he's been in my party since I first caught him. Like I've only swapped him out a couple of times hmm. to evolve other things faster. But uh, man, that's a good Pokemon. I recommend. And Gastrodon, Gastrodon's a great one. I don't know if you can get Gastrodon. I think you can. Gastrodon. Sounds familiar. Which one's that one? I think he's an ancient type, or he's like uh, I think he's the one that turns into the big building. He tr- he like evolves into a skyscraper at some point. Oh wow! Okay, no, I, I haven't think, seen him yet. <laughs> but uh, if he's not the one, then I um, maybe whatever. I have one of those other ones too, so I don't know if he's an evolution, but he's just a tank. Yeah, it's, it's good to have some tanks, and that's the thing I learned too about the game. Oh, sure, I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's other strategies that people have that work better. I didn't really use status stuff a whole lot, like offensively. Yeah, I don't really use that either. I'm I mostly just I mostly just do types. You know, like if the, if I'm in an area that has like mostly one type, I'll like you yeah. have ones like to counter that. But sometimes if you're over level, it doesn't really matter. You know, I haven't really like, messed with my machines that much. Like, there's so much I barely that I still need to do. Like, whatever the electrical energy you get out in the world is, there's some whole meta game to that too that oh, I haven't really? even messed with. With, yeah. the, with the bike or oh no, you talk about the watts or whatever it's called. Yeah, the watts can be spent to like increase the stats of your Pokemon somehow, and I'm not really. I just read that online like it, either last night I think, and I didn't really understand it. And and you um. Yeah, and there's like uh, you can change your nature and all that stuff. I don't I don't so, know anything about that yet. But yeah, barely no, I, scratched the surface of this game. I just like I kept hearing, you know, and I think you were the first one to tell me that the game starts in post game for many people. That's the beginning of the game. Yeah. So I just wanted to get to that point. Yeah, they and said now I'm just it literally just says that I'm free to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mentioned that on X of the Blood God too a few times where some people just just want to get to the end part. And of Pokemon and just do that and be all about like training and, and battling. And I guess, uh, yeah, uh, capturing and, and training and like breeding. And did you ever, were you able to breed anything or did no, you? No, I haven't tried the breeding yet either. Did you ever get a ditto? No. Okay. Cause that's, I, go- that's definitely one of my goals to get a hold of a ditto. Yeah. Cause if you, um, if you get a ditto, you can breed a ditto with your starter and then you can have a baby starter that you can trade to me. 
and vice versa. If I find a ditto, I could I could get you a Grookey, and then you would have you know. Oh yeah, that's basically how people do it nowadays. You know, who don't have I want friends. A score that, bunny too. What? I want to find someone with a score bunny to trade me. Well, I mean, Natasha has one. <laughs> she said she's going to have a bunch of them, so I'm sure you could find a way to trade with her as well. That was pretty cool. Last week we all we all had the different starters. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I I've barely and and I'm I'm less far. I'm I'm only like 15 hours in. I've scratched the surface less than you have, and I'm still just like you're just great at capturing Pokemon because I that's just how I play it. <laughs> and I've and I've got 40 hours in. Well, I'm 41 hours in, and a lot of that time was spent just capturing Pokemon. So. Yeah, and 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 that's what I was saying before about seeing the Pokemon on the world. Like it's so much more fun now to like find a strategic way to like sneak up to them and all that. Instead of like in the old ones, just like you would just play like Zubat after Zubat after Zubat until you got like the one percent or ten percent, you know, one that's in that's one that's in the cave that you maybe you saw one time and you didn't get to catch, and it's just like so so less tedious now. Oh, and I don't have a shiny yet. I want a shiny. I, I've never gotten a shiny ever, so don't ask me about that. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But it's still a goal. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice game, to I get keep one. Playing this yeah. game for months, maybe years, if that's the case that I'm really trying to get shinies. So there, there's this guy that I know that comes into the bar sometimes. And, uh, he, last I asked him about if he'd gotten the new Pokemon yet. And he said he ordered it. And it was in the mail. And he said that he was, that he's been trying to get an entire Pokedex of shinies is what he's doing right now. Oh my God. Which is insane. But that's what he's doing is trying to collect like all full 800 of whatever there are total of shinies. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's a, that. that's a thing to do. Well, I mean, he's like super super hardcore Pokemon, so and Nintendo in general. We've actually talked about a bunch of different stuff, but but yeah, he's like, oh no, I've been I've been trying to get a whole Pokedex of shinies, and I'm like, okay, wow. Well, I I have none. I've never gotten any, so you're doing better. Than I me. I definitely want to like find another RPG, but I still plan on playing this. Like, I'm just like now that I, between Dragon Quest and this game, I've just been going hard on. Uh, RPGs for the past Do you three want, months. Are you looking for another turn-based RPG, or are you looking for a different RPG? Probably another turn-based one. Okay, because I was going to say uh, I've seen some deals for The Witcher Three. Uh the, the Witcher, The Witcher Three is high on my list. To be honest, um, it might be. Yeah, I might have already kind of decided that's what I want. Because I think you, I think you can get online. it for fifty or less in some places. And but, I would like to get it, that one on cartridge because it's such a huge file. Like, I just yeah, it's want... like a thirty. It's like a thirty gig file. That game is. I mean, I've, I've, I've barely scratched the sur- surface of that game. But that's another game that I actually started playing it again last night, and I'm hoping to play more now. It's definitely in, on my contender for. It's more for, like for Skyrim, top. though. Like, right? It's more like a real time. Well, I mean, it's. Like, I already like it way better than I've never played Skyrim, but I played Oblivion. I talked about it before, and I hated it, and. It definitely plays way, way better than Oblivion ever did. That's for sure. Like the the battle system doesn't feel broken. It's not like a weird first person bullshit thing where you die and you don't know why you die. It's very, it's very, very action. It's very action RPG. It's more, it's more kind of along the lines of like I don't know, maybe almost sort of Monster Hunter, but not as complicated as what I've gotten from it so far. But I'm like, I'm barely into it. You know, I don't. I've just been. I don't know. I'm it's, a little reticent because of everything that's been said about um, the the graphics being like cut back and stuff. But I think, I think, I think it looks I, fine. I mean, I've I've not yet been disappointed yet by the Switch in that regard. Yeah. Even though people have said that about a lot of the games. Well, and the, I've even noticed playing some games, I'm like, well, this doesn't look 
as good as it probably could, but you forget about that very quickly into playing a game because well, you just are playing the game. You're not staring at the graphics. Sure. Well, I mean, this is this is the way I look at it. Like, if you've never, if you haven't played The Witcher on like PS4, or Xbox One, or whatever, you're never going to notice because you don't know you don't know what it's what it looks like on the other system. Yeah. Like I, I've I've never seen it on another system, so I think it looks great. This on is the also Switch. one of the games that people were you know totally using to show off. You know, to flex how good their PCs were. Yeah. Because they could get it to run at least like crazy levels and they put all these mods and stuff. So. Yeah, but they can't play that. That they, being a game, you know, in that regard to, to show stuff off, I get why people are like, this looks like shit on the Switch. Yeah. I mean, but that's, I was going to say also, those people can't play it on the bus. <laughs> you know, you can play it handheld and I think it totally looks great handheld. Like I was just playing it. I was like playing it and watching wrestling last night and I was like, just playing it on, on the, on the, on the handheld, and I'm like, this looks really good for the handheld. I don't know. They and did, you played it at my house when you were here, and I thought it looked great. Yeah, I showed it to John while I was there, and it doesn't it doesn't bother me because I don't really I don't really know what it looks like on PS4, and I think it looks great on the Switch. So it's like it it doesn't I don't I don't feel like the I haven't had any frame rate issues. It froze that one time when I was when I was in a level, but it, it auto saved, so it didn't really matter. You know, I, I didn't lose anything. So it's like, yeah. I, I think it runs great. I just need to learn how to play it better. Cause, Maybe it'll be Switcher. Because I died a whole bunch. But also, as, as far as that, you know, there is a little game called Fire Emblem out there that you never played. It's true. Which that's actually one that I'm kind of vowing to finish that by the end of the year. Because that's the one that I got in that I got the farthest into of all of the turn-based RPG stuff that's come out this year. Because I, I played like 40 hours into that, and I'm like... I was like, well, I bet I, I'm like, I, I bet I can get to the end of that by the end of the year. So I was, that's kind of one that I've been waiting to jump into just because I've been doing I think, Pokemon and yeah, all that. Let's see what they put on sale. Like, we don't really know for sure what we're going to get for our big sale this year, but I'm hoping that something goes on sale online on, yeah, the eShop. Yeah. Which right. seems like Fire Emblem would. I mean, that's been out for a little while now. Yeah. If it went Four down months. like 40, I would probably buy it. It's been out, it's been out for a bit. I don't know if it'll go down that far, but we'll definitely, we're going to talk about the deals later in the show. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's really all I have for games. I do want to mention, uh, friend of the show, Janet. She, uh, gave us a little mention on the, uh, NVC. Thanks for mentioning us over there, Janet. Thanks Thank you, Janet. That was it, awesome. It was really cool. They were talking about, cause it, cause it's, it's the five year amiibo anniversary, or it was like last week. And uh, Janet was talking about her first and only amiibo, which I did not know that that was the only amiibo she had. But the only one that she has is the is the cereal, which I which I helped her get. So it was cool. She told the story about like how you know how she met me and all that and the cereal and and how uh, how she thought her and her brother thought that I might be a serial killer or something when she went over to my house. But that but that works both ways, you know. I, I could have thought that she and her brother were a serial killer too. So you know, mm-hmm. we were just, you were a serial uh, giver. We were just as afraid as afraid, yeah, serial killer. Or giver. Actually, I never thought she was. I, 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 in my mind, all Nintendo fans are great, so I never expect that I might get knifed by somebody who wants a cereal or something like that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was cool. Yeah, thanks for mentioning me and the and Nintendo main on NBC. It was awesome. Like I got a I got a message from one of the listeners. Hunter like told me about it, and I was like, "What? No way!" And then I listened to it right then, and I was like, "Oh shit." And I was in, I was like in Indiana on a job, like at, at the hotel, and I like listened to it. And I was like, "Whoa, no way!" But yeah, thanks. I actually end up listening to that whole episode just yeah. because I threw it on at work, and I'm like, "Yeah, I should listen to NBC more often." Yeah, me too. I actually, I actually love that they put in that they put stuff from an older episode from when the Amiibo came out originally. That was awesome. They should do that more often, where they did the flashback and 
played like Jose Otero and uh, Brian Altano talking about the um, talking about the Amiibo, like in the Amiibo craze time, like when it had first. I mean, that happened. was around the time we started the podcast, wasn't it? Because I think we, well, I thought Amiibo had just come out when twenty fifteen. It was it was around well it was around that time because you had just Jeremy had just bought his 14. first Amiibo at Toys R Us, and then we did the, our first like ridiculous live. <laughs> amiibo so maybe opening. it was maybe it was the following year yeah so because because it wasn't quite when smash brothers came out because we would have started because the amiibo were launched the same time that smash brothers wii u did so that was the big thing because they were meant to be yeah toys to life more at the time yeah yeah and uh they're still amiibo are still around five years yeah and i and i don't even want to i don't even want to count how many i have but I'm sure I have like over 60 at least. I have a lot I and I barely collect them, but I still have over, you know, I have like 12, I think. Yeah. We, well, I told you how, where I'm at. I'm just, I'll just buy them if I see them at Target. That's pretty much how I've been doing it. But then I went to Japan where they were everywhere and I bought like four of them and I'm like, okay, I'm burned out on Amiibo for now. I do have like eight of the cereal boxes still. So that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I, I have two full cases and. I don't know. Yeah. If yours is ridiculous, I don't know what mine is. Mine yeah. is insanity. But, mine does yeah. get, elicit strange vibes when people see, like, when I open up my cereal cabinet, if someone's over, because that's where the cat food is, too. So I'll, like, open it up and I'll be like, why do you have, <laughs> yeah. like, my current partner, like, first time she saw those, she's like, uh, why do you have so many boxes of the same cereal? <laughs> well, you know, I, we, I have a crazy friend that's on my podcast that sent me a bunch of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, you sent me a couple of them, but I also found some at Aldi that I like topped myself off. I have one. I have one box in my in my office game room, and that's it. I have one unopened box that I have on my shelf, and that's what. It, that's it. Good for you. Because I ate I ate the rest of them. I think <laughs> it probably went away. I don't know. I think I, only I probably had, would have ate more of them if the cereal was actually good. Yeah, it wasn't great. But for anyone who's uh, maybe hearing this from us getting mentioned from the NVC episode with Janet and all that, check out our breakfasting episode. That was one of my <laughs> favorite. Po- that was one of my favorite episodes that we recorded. The one where we're all e- the one where we're all all eating cereal on the podcast. <laughs> Ed- editing that was like I, I was like I've made it. I made it to the top here. This nothing gets better than this. Editing a show of and I didn't even edit any of it. I left all the chewing sounds in there. So, if you want to hear us, chewing sounds, if you want to hear us eating cereal, I don't, I don't remember what episode it was, but I remember it was called it was the about Bre- hundred episodes ago. It was called the Breakfasting. So, yeah. But um, that's yeah. I've just been playing Pokemon. So, if you guys want to talk about whatever else you want to talk about before the break, go for it. I also mostly just been playing Pokemon. You know, John, you should you should talk about your stuff first because I'm going to tell, talk about the Sega stuff that I got, and I don't want to like one up you or whatever. Up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, so um, I got a gift from Trey and Jess. Uh, this is uh, one of their gifts from their honeymoon that they um, had sent me in the mail. Of course, they gave me a couple of things before we talked about that on the show, but uh, they had forgotten to give me one thing. So he sent it, Trey sent it in the mail. I got it the other day. I opened it up, and the first words out of my mouth were and keep in mind, this is me, you know, by myself, 9 30 at night, just like. I said, this is so fucking cool out loud to nobody. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And glad you like it. It is, as I said at the top of the show, the Genesis Mini Mini. Yeah. It is a teeny tiny little Genesis system. And 
it's like I put up a, a picture on the uh, Nintendo main Facebook group if you want to see it, but it's just like a little bit bigger than a quarter. If you can picture the, f- the the first generation Genesis, you know, on the on the top of the system, the design of it has like a big circle around where you put the cartridge in. That circle is like the size of a quarter. And the detail on this thing is just really impressive. Like it's got this little tiny writing on it. You can read it clearly. Um, and I had to put these stickers on it because it came with stickers that you had to apply to. Um, oh, by the way, it comes with cartridges, little tiny Genesis cartridges. There's two of them. Yeah. Uh, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog and there's a Golden X. Uh-huh. And you had to apply the stickers onto the cartridges separately. Um, so I got the stickers on the cartridges. But then there's a sticker on the back of the Genesis itself, of the Mega Drive itself, excuse me. It's a Mega Drive, not a Genesis. Mm-hmm. It's a little tiny, like, the thing that would have the serial number on the huh. back, right? It's so small. Uh, it's like maybe one square centimeter, maybe two. And I couldn't put it on without using tweezers. I had to use tweezers to put this sticker on. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, it's just, this thing is so cute. It's like teeny tiny. It's got the little controllers and everything. And I'm just impressed by how much detail they were able to squeeze on here. You can see the writing. It's so, so tiny, but you can read it clearly. Um, it has me wondering kind of how they manufactured it, it with this level of detail. You would not get something out of like a toy machine here with that much detail. Not at all. This is like they just took the original one and shrunk it down. And it's like magic. Excess uh, inventory. But, yeah. But it, it came in a gotcha ball. And they got that here. There's also a piece of paper, like a little manual or whatever. Not a manual, but more like um, just kind of explaining that this is this piece of paper that unfolds out that explains that this is like part of a series. So not only can you get the mini Genesis one, if you're so inclined, you can get the mini Genesis model two, and you can also get both versions of the Sega CD. Oh, nice. And you can get the 32 X and you can fit them all together. Yeah, you can do the Tower of Power like maybe. I totally intend to do the Tower of Power. Yeah, I. uh, It was yeah, we we happened to just stumble upon like capsule machines are everywhere in Japan. They've actually I don't know Jess and I probably at least spent like over ten dollars like at each of them because normally they're like some of them are like a dollar, some of them are like five dollars depending on what it is, you know. But they are everywhere, like all over the place, like on the streets, like in stores, like. Sometimes on at the subways, like sometimes at restaurants or whatever, you you see you see them everywhere. And there there's so there's got to be like millions of different ones because I rarely saw two like in a, of the same. I think a couple ones we saw in more than one place, but they're just everywhere. And I happened upon the Sega one, and I kind of I guess I didn't look at what all was in there. I just you know threw some yen coins in there and and just got it and i was like oh cool it's the it's mega drive you know and and i was going to get one for you it, it was a sega brand one so i figured whatever came out was cool. cool but yeah i got the basic basic one but yeah uh, capsules are really cool i ended up getting i got a bunch of got some pokemon capsules uh that that uh squishy slime that i that i talked about in our in our japan episode that was a capsule machine thing that dragon quest one so you find a lot of dragon quest stuff you find a lot of pokemon stuff in capsule machines and it's kind of like some of them are just like so cool looking that it's like, oh, you just can't, you know, you're like, oh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get it regardless. Or you can get like little sushis or like cats. Like we got one that's just like a cat, like jumping. That's, that's just has these different, <laughs> these cats in different poses and stuff. They're really cool. They're, they're very easy to, 
spend a lot of money on capsules, but, but yeah. yeah, that was one. There was I found a Splatoon capsule machine also, stuff like that. So you see, yeah, and I just I forgot to mention, but I, I just love that you can like take the little cartridge out, you can unplug the Genesis controllers. Oh yeah, yeah, and like so, so it's not like it's all just together. It's they actually put some thought into it. And, you know, it's fun that you can disconnect everything and put different games in if you want. I imagine. I wonder if you can get different cartridges separately besides just those two games. But yeah, I, I really love it. So thank you again. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, and it also reminded me of you know the gotcha and all this stuff. My you know having not been to Japan, my experience with gotcha it makes me think of. Shenmue. Yeah, Shenmue, right? Um, the original yeah. Shenmue game, because that was part of that game where you could go buy those gotcha figures and take them out and look at them and everything. I think that was my favorite part of the game, because I, I collect little Sonic toys. <laughs> yeah, and that was so cool in that game. I did that a lot. It was one of my favorite parts, too, just because, I don't know, Shenmue was kind of a transitional game where you, you could, like, not just look at stuff, but you go interact with it, that, and it didn't have necessarily meaning toward the rest of the game. Like, you didn't have to go get those gotcha things, but you could. Mm-hmm. And so I did that a lot in that, in that game. And that uh, kind of brings me to my next thing that I wanted to talk about, which was, because I, I loved that game when it came out, and now we have Shenmue 3, uh, which came out this week, I believe. Yeah. As, so I'm not having a PS4. I think it's on Xbox as well. Not having one of those systems... I've just been watching a lot of Shenmue 3 YouTube videos, and I'm like, ah, I want to get back into it. I want to play that game. Even though it's the reviews are not so hot, it got like a 5.9 on IGN. <laughs> it got which, a what was it? it got a really high score from Famitsu, but I guess that's kind of controversial because Famitsu's like in the game or something like that. That's, oh, okay. that's what I heard, that maybe they, they thought that maybe they were favorable to him or something. But, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's... It's probably like in the same level as like Death Stranding, where it's just like it's just kind of such a bizarre thing that people either like it or don't like it. I think it's kind of what's yeah going on with that. But most of the reviews, including the IGN one, the crux of it was that it seems like it's a step out of time. Like yeah, the IGN review said that it should have come out in two thousand five. Yeah, but yeah. which okay, but it didn't. You know? But it didn't, and it's coming out now. So it's like. It's like people. I, I mean, people could say the same thing about Kingdom Hearts three, which I'm not a Kingdom Hearts fan at all. But sometimes games get delayed forever, and you mm-hmm. still want that game that should have came out in 2005 but didn't come out. You know, and 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 you'll be fine with it because it's. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see people still loving it because of just wanting to see the story conclude and all that, and just being right. not really caring that it plays like the older one. Because yeah, because they're total. I mean, you could say that for Kingdom Hearts three, and probably even Death Stranding as well. That they just just view it, view it as a like lost really, game. They see like really old games, yeah. but it's like like maybe, Star Fox two. But maybe that's not necessarily mm-hmm. a bad thing. Yeah, like Star Fox two, which yeah, that should that would have blown my mind if it came out in the nineties. But I still right. had a lot of fun playing it when it came out a couple years ago. You know, so, I wonder if I wonder how much of Shenmue three is uh, originated from. The time when they would have put it out on maybe the Dreamcast or the or the PS2, like how much of work did they have done that they just put on the shelf after the Dreamcast got canceled, and Sega went through its its own uh, turmoil? Maybe maybe that's what they did. I don't know. But you know, I'm I'm fine with it. It's the reason you're going to go play a Shenmue game, a Shenmue sequel, is because you kind of want that experience that you had 20 years ago. Maybe not evolving much is okay. 
Right. Yep. And they did compare it to the Yakuza games. They mentioned uh, a lot of the reviews said, you know, the Yakuza is an evolution of Shenmue. And oh, yeah. Well, those seems like a step back now to do this, but whatever. You know, I, I still want to play the game. I do want to say, actually, I do want to say this just before I forget it. This is a Black Friday deal thing, but it's not mm. really. It's not a Nintendo thing, but you can buy Yakuza Kiwami, I think, or is it Zero? You can buy one of those for nine ninety nine right now. I think at Best Buy or GameStop, and mm-hmm. I hundred percent tell you, Jeremy, go buy it. Those games are fucking awesome. Which one? Yakuza. It's either it's either Zero or One. I think it's One, where you can buy it for like for ten dollars at at a oh on a at at a Best Buy or GameStop. It's it's physical, but. Buy that game. Like those games oh, are those games are so good. Like I I highly recommend those games to anyone who has maybe a, I'll has, actually has, play my PlayStation as a PS4. I mean, if I say I think I like I absolutely love the Yakuza series. I've only played I've played all the way through one, two, three, and four, and then you know, and I have zero and the one remake on on PS4, and unfortunately haven't had enough time to get through them. But I love those games very much. They're very very good, and uh, yeah. Um, for like ten dollars, it's totally worth it. And anybody who's thinking to get into the series, get Kiwami. Get get the first the remake of the first one. That's probably the easiest one to get into because Zero is kind of based more on the ones that came before it. So a good starting point is that first one, the remake, the Kiwami one. But no, those those games are awesome. And uh, if Yakuza ever came out for the Switch, I would recommend that you buy it, John, because you would love it. It's basically like a beat 'em up RPG. With, yeah, I want to play it. Which, with incredible, would you say it's like a 3D River City Ransom almost? Uh, it's way better than River City Ransom. It's basically kind of like it's like an RPG, but but your random battles are are like real time fights that you have with people in the streets. Is basically kind That's of cool. how it is. There's like random battles, but they're not random. Like people will run up to you in the street and be like, "Hey, uh, I know you from what for blah 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 let's fight and then or and then you'll have a random fight in the street and you'll level up through that and you'll get new moves like from what you from the experience that you get from that but it's all real time it's like it's all real time and you can basically use anything to hit people with it's like it's amazing like you can take a bike and like completely destroy it on somebody's face and or like you can beat somebody up with a golf club or whatever if you can find that like there's stuff that you can find and they all have they all have like special moves to them as well like and the story, the the amazing thing about Yakuza is like, it can be as silly and as serious as it wants to be whenever it wants to be. Like, it, like one second you could be like, you could be like using a chicken to buy houses, which is like in, in Zero, and then the next second it's like some crazy like mafia mission where like it's all serious all of a sudden. Like it does that really well. Like it's really good at being funny when it wants to be funny and being serious when it wants to be serious. So, cool. uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why I got on Yakuza tangent. Just because I really like those games, and for any and I've and I've said before that they were like the better Shenmue, and I never really played Shenmue, so you know, don't quote me on that. But but Yakuza, love those games. Those games are awesome. I recommend it. And yeah. I'm going to take this opportunity to put it out there into the universe. I really want Shenmue Collection on Switch. Put oh. all three of them on Switch. I'm really surprised. Just do it. See, the, Sega's been kind of kind of weird on the on the Switch, which is. It seems like they're just leaving money on the table for this because it's like, number one, it's not that graphically intensive. You know, as they said, they said it's like a 2005 game, so it could easily be made for it. And mm-hmm. same thing with like Yakuza. Like, and I read an article, I mentioned it on this show, like however many episodes back, where the guy said that he said that he didn't want to put Yakuza on Switch because Yakuza on Wii U didn't sell. 
That's yeah. like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's like, well, the Wii U was Wii U, man. Like nobody bought that, but now everybody has Switches. So, so your your thought process doesn't make any they sense would sell here. They a shit ton of them on the Switch, I bet. And and Yakuza, those are those are PS3 games. Like they're not, you know, they they can totally be done on Switch. It's not really. I didn't know they had one on Wii U. Oh yeah, no, it only came out in Japan. But uh, Yakuza One and Two, you could buy both of them as a double. We're out, we're on Wii U. But it was only it was only Japanese release. Uh, do but you yeah, know if there's an English track on that? That I that I don't know. Um, I whew, I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to look into it. But or I can look into it uh, in between shows and let you know. But and and is the Wii U is the Wii U region free? That's another thing. I don't know if it is or not. Not sure. Oh right. Yeah, that'd be a whole another thing. But yeah, no, I've seen commercials for it. It did actually happen. It's kind of the commercials kind of it's kind of weird and sort of creepy. It's like it basically shows a guy playing the game on his Wii U gamepad. And you know there's host clubs and hostess clubs and, and Yakuza. These are places that you go to in Japan where you basically pay somebody to be your date, but they're not really your date. Wii U so, is not region free, I just found. Okay. But it's but it's like he's he's like talking to these hostesses on his Wii U and his wife is asking him what he's doing and he's hiding it. That's the Japanese commercial for it, which is kinda like oh. okay. <laughs> for Yakuza one and two. But yeah, no, it's um yeah, it was on Wii U, and uh, there's really no reason to not bring them over, especially now that they're on, like, Xbox One as well and PC. It's like, come on, man. You're really, you're leaving money on the table. Like, bring – I mean, and they're re-releasing all of them on PS4 also. Like, so, what the fuck? I don't understand. I would That would give me more reason to play it because mostly I play Nintendo stuff for the show. So, even though I would love to make it all the way through Yakuza – and those games are, like, 100 hours plus anyway. They're super long, so it's, like – Hard to get through it, but yeah, they're a lot of fun. That's my Yakuza rant. Cool. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got for the week. <laughs> okay. Well, I should be able to fly through what I got pretty quick. Um, I did actually get a few things, and definitely want to highlight the fact that I have good friends. I got so much stuff for free in the past couple of weeks. I didn't mention the. Uh, I didn't mention this before um, – last week because we didn't really get into any kind of news and I sort of forgot about it because it got lost in the, the slog of things. But I had a coworker who gave me their whole Sega Genesis collection a couple weeks ago and it just out of the blue came into work and was like, Hey, so I was at my friend's house returning some camping gear. And before I left, he's like, Hey, you forgot this here a while ago. And I guess he had, it'd been like over 10 years that this Genesis had been sitting in his garage in a box. So he was like, well, I don't want it anymore. I'll just give it to Jeremy. So, yeah, it's got like 16 games. They're mostly sports games, but it did have a uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Panic and Funkatron, uh, Cool Spot, which is pretty cool, and uh, Echo the Dolphin were like three of the pretty cool ones. And then there's Street Fighter uh, Super Championship Edition or whatever that one is. It's got a different name on the um, – on the uh, Genesis than it does in the Super Nintendo. Or Special Championship Edition. But anyway, yeah, that was freaking cool thing out of the blue. Uh, so thank you to Mark. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but uh, if for some random reason he did. You should. Thank you, Mark. Didn't you get your Genesis yeah. the same way? Well, I actually bought the other one from a coworker, but that person mm. kind of knew what their games were worth, and so I ended up paying, like I think I spent like 110 bucks on that collection. But that was still a really good price because I got yep. like Fancy Star Four and um, Gunstar Heroes with that. Nice. But yeah, th- yeah, it's awesome. It works. Uh, there's like a short in the power cord, but 
it's a it's a model three so it's it's a the model i don't have yet and uh it's either the two or the three i actually don't know the difference but I think it works three has the sort of radical writing on it okay well i'm not 100 percent sure that 90s attitude writing <laughs> i think it must be the two then yeah it doesn't look super radical but um needless to say that was awesome. And oh, another cool thing is like all the games still have their cases, like most of them do. Yeah, I love those cases. They're, they're almost entirely from a rental store. I think it's from Ken- he's from Kankakee. Huh. So it's like old, like, you know, Mon Pa rental shop stickers that are on the, the games. That's pretty cool, too. That, that's one thing I'll that's one thing I'll always give Sega over over Nintendo is those like awesome, like hard case, like game cases that actually keep. They're not like these yep. uh, cardboard ones that fall apart or you don't save or whatever. I do love those Sega Genesis cases, and when a I got, lot more of them have survived. Well, yeah, and they're like plastic. They're like you know, they're like uh, cassette, like VHS tape cases. So they're they're awesome. I like them. So Mike's Sega Genesis collection like more than doubled with the with the acquisition of a lot of sports games. And we're talking like really, really. There's one that's like Bulls versus Pistons or something like that. Like it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like just specifically like it's one game. On the fi- just Jordan one, uh, versus Bird. Just one NBA game. Finals. Yeah, Jordan versus Bird is in there. I got that. You can only but, play uh, Bulls versus Pistons. Those are the only teams. Well, that are it's on like there. yeah, just focusing on the, the <laughs> finals from whatever that year. That was like the late eighties or early nineties when they like were trying to get the ring from the Pistons or whatever. I don't know how basketball works. <laughs> Finals. The ring. <laughs> Is there a ring? Then there's there's a lot of sports games. Like I said, there's uh, several football games. There's uh, Oh, I got a, the NA, there's like an NHL game. I think it, pretty sure it's the one they're playing in Mallrats. Oh, the one where you can make the dude bleed? I think so. I think that's the hockey game I got. I'd have to confirm that, but I'm pretty sure that's the one. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So... I haven't really even had a chance to like catalog all that, but it's still, it's just like, man, I just, I just feel so lucky to have good friends. Cause I'm another, like I have another friend that I work with Joe, the person I've been playing Pokemon with that bought me a Mario sweater. So hold on, let me see that. I think he said he picked this up for me at GameStop, but nice. I can't see it. So I, I will, yeah, I will believe that it's nice. It I mean, says Mary, Mar- Mary Mario. And it's got like, you know, like snowflakes all over, but it's also got like Yoshi eggs. And, yeah, Yoshi oh. eggs and mushrooms. And oh, those are one ups. Yeah, there's one ups and the regular mushrooms, and then uh, coins and the feathers on there. It's Star. Super Mario 3D style. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was just a random thing. Like he actually was giving me a ride to work the other day, and he's like, Merry Christmas. So that was pretty cool. So. Hell yeah, I've got my video game sweater finally. I've wanted one of these for a few years. I just got it for free, just randomly as a gift. So You still have the tag it. on it. I do still have the tag on it because it's like maybe I could probably take one size smaller, but I think I'm just going to keep it because a big baggy sweater is always comfortable. Then also, once again, I have great friends. Trey, um, as we spoke about a couple weeks ago, got picked my... up... Uh, yeah, I got the package from Trey. So I got the uh the Trigger soundtrack. It is. Um, I haven't opened the soundtrack yet. But uh, yeah, I got that. And I got the Sega coins and the bag and the sticker. So it was all in there. Cool. So is badass, it, man. Thank you so much. So you got the Square Enix bag and the Sega bag, right? And then the Sega coins. Yep. Right. And I I got I need to open up the uh, the soundtrack and listen to it. But I'm going to. I'll report back next week about that. I'm interested to see if that DVD works that's in there. I don't know if it's, 
I don't know if it's a, the right region or not. I mean, I think you, that Japan is the same region as the U.S. Okay, in TSC, because because I've bought I've bought Japanese. Well, I I bought DVDs from there's this Japanese grocery store that we go to. That's one of the reasons you can play uh, Famicom games and Super Famicom games uh-huh. like across the region on different TVs. Oh, okay, because we, yeah we we uh, bought some we bought some uh, DVDs from there, but the DVDs in the shop say like hey you can play this on an on an English DVD player so don't worry about it. So I don't know if that's if that's the case or yeah. But anyway, yeah, let, well let me know next week like whether it works or not. But hopefully, it will be interested to see what's on that DVD. I don't know. Yep, and then uh, so yeah, that's all the free stuff I got. Oh my gosh, like I just it's just raining awesome stuff. So. Feeling blessed about that. Uh, also got the Celeste tape arrived, and I think that I misunderstood what it was when I bought it. Not that I'm saying it. Well, let me let me grab it. I definitely bought this on impulse when I saw it listed on Twitter, and i I think it's the I think it's the mu- the extra music that was written for the for the expansion or whatever. Oh, okay. Because it's called Celeste Farewell, and I don't know if it's a say if it's the actual track because I don't see like. I don't know. I, I I can't remember what the name of the uh, of the song is and the the level where the and the when the the guy's chasing you the the hotel guy. Oh, but yeah, I don't yeah. see that on here, it's, which is my favorite one. But it's also copyright 2019, so that makes me think this was like this is like the sequel tape. It's a tape. It's a scattered. Yeah, it's a, scattered and lost is the one is the song that I always play. That's from that. That's from when you're yeah, getting chased by the guy in the hotel. Not on here. Uh, speak, speaking of that, just in case I don't forget it, uh, Celeste is on sale for nine ninety nine on the eShop right now. So, for anyone who who has not played has not played the Celeste, it's on is that sale. something with the game like you collect cassette tapes? Yeah, you do. They okay. look like this too, and this is really cool. So, and also the uh, the artworks by as it she won an Eisner or Nina Matsumoto. Oh yeah, the art. So that's kind of cool too. Like I. Didn't even realize I was. So that's a, that's a double whammy for thinking this is pretty cool. We we know her sort of by proxy, right? Cause yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Because we met uh, her boyfriend Bob Mackey a couple times at the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. So, yep. And I see them saw him in Portland as well briefly. Yeah. I didn't really get to talk to him, but Bob Mackey of Retronauts fame and Talking Simpsons and what a cartoon and all that stuff. But yeah, she's actually done like she's worked on the Simpsons cartoon, so. Yeah, she used to draw the comic, the Bongo comic. From, from she did like a Treehouse of Horror episode, won like a an award for it. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it looks, it's like a. I know you can't see it, Trey. John can see it. It's like cool, like purple, and like it's very retro looking, and uh, definitely matches. Also matches the aesthetic of the game, like the purples and the pinks and all that that were prevalent in it. Looks cool. Uh-oh. You have a functioning cassette player. I do. I uh, last year my dad gave me a a cassette Walkman for Christmas. It's nice. like one of the coolest gifts I got last year. So yeah, I've got I've got like two tapes now. I've well now I've like got three that I can listen to. Nice. So let's see. Oh yeah, I did. Did I mention I got that? I got the Square Enix bag and the Sega bag too. Yeah, yeah. Everything that Trey sent me was all like cool. Like even the bags that the stuff was in are cool because they have the Japanese stores and stuff on them. Well, one of them just says Sega, but I think I might put my Sega in it. But you know, yeah, you know where it came from. It came from the Sega, the Sega arcades, and you can just take those bags. Like they don't, they don't care. You just grab them. 
Just take him. Uh, then I got. Uh, let's see. Oh, I made a. I made a mog, but I can't. We're not really showing it off, but I made a mog out of beads, like the mog from Final Fantasy VI. Because I, because after you were showing off all your Moogles a couple weeks ago, Trey, I got jealous and I wanted, so I just had to make my own Moogle. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You sent me a picture of the the made the bead one. Yep. So it's just the sprite from Final Fantasy VI of Mog when he's like facing the screen. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, that's all my physical stuff I got this week. I, I actually didn't buy any new games um, just because I've been so just been playing Pokemon whenever I can. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, same here. I don't think I'm going to just because I need to figure out my favorites of the year. Yeah. And I and there's really no space for anything else. I need to play the uh, ones that I already have. I'll probably buy like another game here in the next couple of weeks, and it's going to be something like Witcher Three or Fire Emblem or something along those lines. Because I need another epic RPG in my life. Sure. Um, and then uh, lastly, I've been playing Stretchers still with my partner, and we got we're pretty far into it. We've been playing for like we're I think we're about four hours, four or five hours into it, and um, finally got to a level that's just really hard. So. We're kind of stuck on a level. Um, it kind of sucks. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it kind of sucks because it involves two different spots you have to be in, like in the map, but the space in between them is considered out of bounds of the mission. So, oh no, it's so you, kind yeah. of that's the reason we keep losing because it gets the mission gets canceled because we end up in the out of bounds area and get stuck out there. Mm. And so, I don't know if we're overlooking something or we're doing something wrong, but. It's been a little frustrating, but you know, it's not just the mechanics of the game; it's the actual like whatever the boundaries are are interfering with us finishing this mission. So I, that's annoying, but it's still fun. I, How does that game stack up against other like goofy physics games like Katamari? Or it's up, it's games? up there. I would say it reminds me a little bit of. Uh, oh, now my cats are fighting. <laughs> uh, Octodad. A little yeah. bit, and it's silliness of everything getting knocked up, knocked around and stuff. But it's maybe not quite that silly. I mean, it's silly. Don't get me wrong. It, it's silly. Like, you can clap your hands sarcastically at somebody anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally, there's a hand clapping button, which I think was put there to, for, like, online play to, like, signal, like, hey, get over here. But you can literally just stand there, but, hey, good job. Like, if someone screws up and just be, like, total can you, sarcastic. Can you play it. this? Can you play this online? I thought so. I haven't tried, but I thought you could. Oh, sure. Maybe not though. No, I, I just didn't know. I've only I've been playing it single player, and I think it's fun single player. Even though I did get to a level that was like really annoying, I, and I'm sure you, you've already surpassed this. But I got to the part where you have to do the lawn mowing, where you have to mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah, that level's kind of tough. Is it hard? I, I I just could not get for some reason it just did not work as single player with the with the two control sticks. Like I could not figure out how to like maneuver yeah. that that lawnmower by myself and i, I was we eventually get, we was eventually got it to work yeah i think we were we were when we wanted to move it from place to place we would drag it behind us and then we would only foot face it forward when we had to mow grass that was something that really helped with it but i don't know how that works with just the one player i mean most of the stuff works really well for the one player just for that one i just could not figure out how to get it to go to go the way i wanted it to go like, it's it a wonky not, game in it it's yeah, it does not make sense. Yeah. To it and the the and I keep reminding Sean of that every time. Like she's like, oh, I just can't. Like these controls are screwing me up. I'm like, that's part. That's a feature. Like <laughs> they wanted the game to be hard to play. And she's like, well, that isn't helping me not be frustrated right now. Um, so yeah, it's a frustrating game at times. But 
we plan on finishing it. So that's something to try to finish by the end of the year. I'm hoping. Um, that's it. I didn't buy any new games, but that's all my that's all my stuff for the week. There's there's another big game that I'm hoping to finish by the end of the year also, and that's a little game called Luigi's Mansion Three. I feel so bad. Oh that hell I, yeah! That I forgot I, about that. That I haven't been playing <laughs> that game. I feel so bad. Yeah, that maybe I, been, I think I'm going to get into that next. That's what I should. That's what I should. Yeah, I feel so bad that I haven't been playing it because I loved every moment of it that I played, and I'm like, I need that's that's on my like the two things that I want to finish by the end of the by the end of the year is Fire Emblem Three Houses and Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> that's what that's what I want to beat for sure. If there's other stuff I can beat too, cool. But those are the two big ones that I really want to beat for the end of the year. So you guys, every all the listeners and everyone here, hold me to that. You know. Because both of those are going to be on my top ten list for sure for the year, but I'd like and to finish both. Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that right <laughs> now. I'd, even though I love that game, no, I can't. I can't play that game. Sorry, Zeno. But yeah, if that's what all we've got, let's take a quick break and do some uh, talk about some deals. Yeah. What's up, Nintendo Maniacs? Are you a big fan of Nintendo Main? Would you like to hear more episodes? Well, hey, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and pledge $1 a month, that's $12 a year, even less than the Nintendo's own online service, you can hear extra shows from us. You can hear our live shows. You can hear our expansion pack episodes, which we do once a month. And right now, you can hear our Tony Hawk episode with four previous ones before that, from Game Boy to games that are popular that we don't like and other things like that. We'll do one a month behind a paywall that only patrons can get. So get in there and listen to our expansion pack episodes. You can also hear our sister show, Drug Monday, and Nintendo Main on one feed without commercials and at a higher bit rate. Check it out right now. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. talk about the news and other things here is the news i promise you it's the news first off i want to talk about some of the stuff that got released this week just like a couple things that are they're worth mentioning or will be will be getting released 
So the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's games are coming out, or at least like most of them are. I'm not really familiar with these, but on the 29th of uh, – actually, that'll probably be when this is up. Friday. Yeah, Friday night, 1129, Five Nights at Freddy's 1 through 4 are coming to Switch. And they're all like seven ninety nine each, I think, so it's not that expensive. I know absolutely nothing about these games, but – People like them. Like you've you've played it, right, Jeremy? Or you've seen? I played the first one on uh, Android, like way back in the day, because that's how it was started out as just like a a phone game. Not say, well, yeah, it was during the glut of phone game phase where that's how like what everybody was playing weird mobile games. But I uh, just really could never really get into this game. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of like Star Fox Guard? Is that is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Fox Guard reminded me of it. Um, the games like are all very different from each other. Like the guy who made them was like one person, I'm pretty sure, and he just kept yep. going back and like completely changing up the formula for each game. So I actually like it was long enough ago that I'm pretty sure I watched PewDiePie a video of PewDiePie playing it at one point. Oh no! Before you, before and you it was like scre- he was a piece and of it shit. was like before the star the uh, South Park episode and everything about him. So yeah. This was like way back in the day. I remember watching someone play through one of them and beat it. And I've never really cared to play it since then. I was like, well, I saw how that one ended. And that's just, it's just not my genre of game. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but the guy just wasn't able to get into it. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube too. The the first one. I spent a good deal watching um, uh, Markiplier. His videos were Uh pretty entertaining on that one. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see myself getting into it all, but I think it's definitely worth mentioning just because it's such a big game and and hey, it's on Switch, four of them coming to you. So, doesn't it have something to do with like the like the animals, the robot animals from like Showbiz, yeah. sort of, or it's inspired by that? Yeah, it's like that? the Chuck E. Cheese. They come to life at night. Yeah, and they're all creepy and stuff. And that's and been then- that's been a fear of mine for years. So, I, I can it's relate to it in that. I do think that the Chuck E. Cheese robots are pretty fucking scary and. Yeah, it's funny. They didn't have to do much redesigning of the character. I mean, they, they just look like the Chuck E. Cheese style of characters. Uh, you know, straight up. Very um, uncanny. Yeah. Valley, sort of. Yeah. And, and I just, just the idea of like being behind the curtain with them in the dark, like without being able to see anything and just fumbling around into these like furry robot things just scares the shit out of me. I mean, me. The, whole, the whole game is like you're, in, you're hired specifically to watch out for them because they move around at night. So it's like, well, can you come here and keep an eye on them? And that's your job. You're there in the restaurant by yourself after hours. And just and to keep them in the you're restaurant. You're sitting in a control. You sit in a control room and you're just flipping between cameras. And I guess when the camera is focused on someone, there's some like mechanic to where you know that's how you find out that they're that they're approaching the room where you are, and then you have to like make sure the door is closed or something so they can't get in because they'll come in and kill you. Mm. But it is creepy because you'll just like. You'll like go around and you'll see them in the different ones, and then you'll go back to a room, and then all of a sudden it won't be there anymore, and that's like almost scarier than going to a room and seeing it there because you're like, oh shit, where is it now? And then you like, eventually, like you'll see it's just outside the door of where you are. And, um, there's several of them, and I guess they all have different ways of behavior. I don't know. I don't know how the game works, but there's there's depth to it that I didn't understand. Like each character like moves differently. My impression was it's like a better version of Night Trap. Yeah. Or, or okay. like like Star Fox Guard, kind of, even though Star Fox Guard came out way later. But that's something Star you Fox should... Star Fox Guard is like that, is like this game combined with uh, Tower Defense. 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's something you should get, John, if you can find it really cheap. Get a Star Fox Zero you for, can, for a Wii U. Like oh, with, yeah, I've seen it a couple with, places for like 99 cents. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's... Fuck, that, it's worth way more than that. Like, if it's 99 cents, fucking buy it. I'd say it's worth at least $1.19. Oh, no, I think it's worth like 20 bucks at least. I had a lot of fun with Star Fox Zero. I, I did beat it, at least. And Guard is actually... Totally worth that. I'd, I'd pay like 40 bucks for Guard. I, I like that game a lot. I thought it was really fun. I'll pick it up next time. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, it's worth playing regardless just to experience it. But yeah. make sure, I'd say if you're going to get it, make sure it has both because they're, they're, they're two separate discs. So make sure it has both of the discs. There's one for Zero and there's one for Guard. So make sure they're both. Uh, okay. No, I, I just saw Guard alone for 99 cents, not with. With zero. Oh well, you should you should have bought it then because Guard is awesome. I think Guard is a good uh, game. The reason I didn't buy it is because I remember the the cases were messed up. Every time I've seen it, the case is kind of like faded or chewed up by a dog or something, and I don't oh. like to buy those if they're messed up. Sure, that's probably worth ninety nine cents. I, I think yeah. I think that's a good game. I don't I don't know why it would be so low, but but whatever. Um, aside from aside from those games coming out, uh, that game from Rick and Morty was from the Rick and Morty uh, Justin Roiland. Yeah. Trover. Trover saves the universe. Yeah, that's coming out on Thursday. Do you guys know anything about that game? Because I, um, I watched a little bit of stuff online about it. When we saw, so when we uh, spoke at PopCon in Indy, uh, Justin Royland was there, and we went and saw him speak for like, I, I would say maybe five minutes because it was right before we were going to do our presentation. Yeah, and uh, he basically was just talking about this game, like because it had just come out, so he was like promoting it. And one of his big things that he and I noticed he was doing it on Twitter too is like it's been marketed so heavily as a VR game because that was I think how it was made that right. he was just going out of his way to be like it's great not in VR too like play it not in VR if you don't have VR like he, I think he was almost like regretting how hard he doesn't he had he had pushed it to be a VR game because oh, okay. obviously it's more expensive to like get a hold of the equipment you need to play a VR game. But it also, obviously, it functions as a non-VR game, too. So that means that it would be okay on the Switch, then, since it's not VR? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Because I think that, wasn't that unveiled at, like, last year's VGA? It was one of those video game awards they had. Yeah, I I think it was. It's a weird-ass game, from what I've gathered, so I'm interested in trying it out. It's a previous VR game called uh, Accounting, which was really good. It was a sort of, like, short and sweet sort of experience, but it was really Uh funny. I mean, you felt like you were in a Rick and Morty episode. Mm. I think they did a Rick and Morty VR too. They did. I'm sure they did. But it's it's thirty bucks, so it's not that bad. I don't I don't know how long the game is. And and if you look at if you look at the stuff on the eShop, the art style is definitely a hundred percent the same as the Rick and Morty art style. So if you're into that type of stuff, you know, it's coming out this Thursday this week. And that's uh, that's really what I think are the big releases of this week so far. But uh, let's. I want. I want to. I want to run through these. Um, I want to run through these Black Friday deals really quick. Sure. Uh, for anybody who's trying to find Black Friday stuff, hopefully this will be posting like early Black Friday. So, you know, if you're listening to the show, you can still go check them out. Actually, some people are doing the deals all week, so you might be able to get them now. But I got them from Cheapass Gamer. Cheapassgamer.com is an excellent place to go and find these. I look at that every year to find out what the stuff is. But let's see. We'll start off at Best Buy. I'm just going to go back through them really quick. Uh, so they're doing – there's the Nintendo Switch plus the free Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which we didn't report on it, but it turns out that those Nintendo Switches are actually the older model, not the yeah. newer model. So beware about that. You're not getting the extra 
battery life and all that. It's not the it's not the red box, so that's unfortunate. But if you still want an original model, yeah, you know, yeah, you can get you're that. a collector I mean, or something. Yeah, you get a free you need the original, a free sixty dollar game. Even though I think Mario Kart Eight's been on sale in some places. But uh, aside from that, uh, you can get this is from Best Buy a sixty dollar Joy Con set, a twenty dollar Pokeball Plus. Power A wired con- controllers. I don't use those. Uh, so for Jeremy here, this is the cheapest I've seen, but $45 for The Witcher 3 on Switch. $44.99. Um, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. That should not be that expensive. That has that for $45. But uh, $40, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Mario Party, Splatoon 2, Mario Tennis, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Octopath Traveler are all 40 that's pretty good. Shenmue 3, 35. I know it's not on Switch, but I mentioned that anyway. Uh, 30, Hollow Knight, Zombieland, Sniper Elite, Dragon Mark for Death. Uh, 24, Diablo 3, Diablo 3, Overwatch, Final Fantasy 12, Final Fantasy 10, 10 2, Dead by Daylight, Just Dance, Crash Team, Racing, Spyro, Super Dragon Ball, Shining Resonance, Refrain, Undertale. And there's a whole bunch for 20. I'm not going to read all of them. But the... The highlights, number one, Saints Row the third is on sale for twenty bucks at Best Buy Physical. That game's awesome. It's totally worth it. Um Collection of Mana, the one that has the uh second Zen second Denzetsu three released is twenty dollars also. Overcooked two, Valkyrie Chronicles four, Ukulele and the Impossible Layer, that was another great game. Team Sonic Racing, another one that I had a lot of fun with. Bloodstained, twenty dollars also. Friday the 13th, the game, Star Wars Pinball, a bunch of Lego games. I think all those are awesome games for 20 bucks. They have like they have like Mega Man and the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection for $17. Uh, $15 for Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, in case anybody doesn't have that. That's on there. And uh, what is it? $9.99 for Starlink, which that should be a $0.99 cent game because the game sucks. Star Fox? I don't know if if it's with the Star Fox thing, then I guess it's worth it. But I could not, I could not get, I could not get into that game. But what I was mentioning earlier for Jeremy, if you want to get into Yakuza, Yakuza Zero and Kiwami are on sale for nine ninety nine at 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 Best Buy. Wow! So that's what the Best Buy one is. GameStop's kind of like the same thing. They have the same thing with Mario Kart Eight. Some of their stuff is a little bit more expensive, I think. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them, but. I know, like the Witcher is fifty there, so the better better price is at game is at Best Buy. Breath of the Wild is forty; that's cheaper at Best Buy. Also, Super Monkey Ball is on sale there. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz or whatever it's called, Banana Blitz, right? Yeah, that that's thirty there, so you get ten bucks off. You get the Trine Collection, Baldur's Gate, Mortal Kombat Two is twenty eight bucks there, which I thought that was pretty was quite was quite a steal for anybody who's into that. Mortal Kombat Two. Or Mortal Kombat 11, I mean. <laughs> the, the 11 the eleven looked like two. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 2, man. That's the, the best one. What was it? $20. They have uh, Ghost, Ghostbusters the video game on sale for 20 which I think it's on sale for 20 in the eShop also. That's that's a GameStop. It's uh, something worth looking into. I've, I've been kind of on the fence about that one, but I don't think I'm going to get it for the end before the end of the year. Forager, one of Jeremy's favorites. It's on here. 20 bucks. Nice. Blood Bloodstained Ritual of the Night on on all systems for sale. Carnival Games fifteen dollars for anybody who wants to play that. On uh, <laughs> who who didn't play it before, you can play that. Um, what else we got? Target 
What's a $15 Killer Queen Black, Overcooked 2, Mario and Rabbit. Um, I'm just reading off the ones that I think are interesting. $30 uh, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Mario Tennis. I think that's the cheapest one thus far. Those are all pretty good. That's the cheapest I've ever heard of those games. That's the Target. That's the Target one. And I think Walmart's about about the same. Yeah, those those same games for 30, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Tennis Party, Splatoon. Oh, Nino Cooney, $30. That's an interesting one. I haven't seen that yet. Resident Evil Origins Collection for $30 at Walmart. That's definitely worth looking into if you're trying to get those games. Uh, yeah, and about the same, like Final Fantasies, 25 like the newer one. Friday 13, 20 bucks. That's that was at the other places too. But yeah, that's kind of my quick rundown of uh, Black Friday stuff. I don't want to read all of them off, but those are ones I think are worth mentioning on the show. Let's talk, I want to I want to talk about the uh, video game awards really quickly. I'm not going to go through all of the nominations just because they're all stupid. But the big so the, the big complaint so video game awards aware if you guys aren't aware of them, they're basically trying to be like the video game Oscars and all that. I guess. Sort of, they do a lot of video game announcements. Nintendo has actually been a presence in it for the past like couple since the Switch was launched. But they just announced all of their game, you know, game of the year and stuff like that. And just what really irks me about it that I want to talk about on this show is there's like hard Nintendo's stuff is hardly in anywhere. Like Fire Emblem, I felt like really got shafted for game of the year. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three, I thought should be in their game of the year. Yeah. And I feel like they basically took all of the Nintendo games and stuck them in the uh, the family category, the family game one, which is like – and Janet mentioned this on IGN also, but it's like, why the fuck is Ring Fit Adventure in there? That's so not a family game. That's a fucking know. workout game. That's not – it's not like, hey, mom, let's – You only let's... play it with one person at a time. It's not – yeah, it's not multiplayer. It's a workout game. It's not like, hey, hey, niece and nephew, come here. Let's Let's work out together and do some – some crunches. Come on. It'll be a real fun family Christmas time thing to do here. It's like, what? Okay. Yes. Yeah, if I feel like they stuck all the stuff that they just didn't know what to do with in that category, but it's also like, that's the only time that Luigi's mansion three was nominated for anything, which I feel is like really shitty. I mean, I think that's a fantastic game. I, I mean, you could at least give it a mention and something else and fire Emblem three houses. Like that's on a lot of people's like game of the year list like reputable companies and all that. And it's like, that game's not even mentioned. It isn't even in the RPG of the year category. What the fuck guys? Like it's in the strategy game category, which is like, why is that there even also? It's like, I don't know. It kills me. I feel, I feel like Nintendo had an incredible year and I feel like all their shit's just getting snubbed. And in, and in game of the year is, is a super smash brothers ultimate because once again, another stupid thing that the video game awards do is that the cutoff is in November. It's like, what? So, like, Pokemon didn't make the cutoff. The cutoff was basically after Death Stranding came out, which that stupid game has, like, 12 nominations on there. I'm like, uh, for real? Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Any games. (laughs) I mean, yeah. From what? Yeah. I am like, come on, dude. And I I felt like Nintendo had one of the best years they've had since the first year of the Switch. Like, like, there have been, like, bangers, like, big, huge fucking games coming out this year. Like, so many that I just can't keep up with it, you know? And it's like, I feel like none of them are really getting getting mentioned, you know? And even, like, I know it's a re-release, but 
I feel like Dragon Quest Eleven Switch Edition should be in there just because they did so much. They did so much to it to make it a better game. I don't know. I just feel game like... awards is like the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, you know, it's to me that uh, it doesn't come from any sort of credible source. Like it started as as the Spike TV yeah. thing, game awards. Yeah, which I mean, I I but I feel like they're trying to make it a little bit more. Like reputable, I just felt like Nintendo yeah. kind of got shafted this year, and and you know Breath of the Wild won like Game of the Year a few years ago, so I'm like they could at least like throw some nominations in there for. I mean, my my two picks that they didn't do, I would say that I think that Three Houses and Luigi's Mansion Three should be in Game of the Year. For, from yeah. my perspective, I found it very disappointing that those weren't in there at all, and and they're only like I said, Luigi's Mansion Three is only mentioned in the Family Games. I think it deserves a lot more than that because I think it's a very good game. And granted, I haven't played it all the way through, but I absolutely loved everything that I played in it. So it's like, I don't know. I just wanted to rant about that because I'm like, come on, guys, what's going on here? I know, I know the main guy like loves, like loves fucking uh, Hideo Kojima, but it's like, I don't know. It felt weird because I felt like the switch. It almost it. seems like a pay-to-play thing anymore. Yeah, like yeah. you got to wonder if someone's palms are being greased to get nominated. Yeah, I wonder about mm-hmm. that cuz like like I said Nintendo had an amazing year like with like Link's Awakening and like Mario Mario Maker 2 and like all these like big like first party titles. It's like Yeah. Link's Awakening got got nominated for like best art design or something. Yeah, it's kind of a Which random cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I'm the only thing I'm pleased with that I saw was that Untitled Goose Game it was up for like what best new game or Oh yeah, Goose it, Game. It, Goose Game is in there for one. It was like best uh, it was like best uh, company or something, right? Best yeah, indie game, so, maybe something like yeah. those. Whatever, those I mean, it it deserved it. Whatever it got, so I'll let I'll let Goose Game have that. But yeah, I'm I'm disappointed about the lack of Nintendo content because the Switch is so prevalent now. You know, it's not like it's not a niche thing. Like it's a very mainstream thing to play games on Switch. And why is so much content left out? Especially, yeah, what the hell, Mario Maker Two? That was like. It's giant. Really? Oh yeah, that should have been there. Yeah. Or even like uh, it's like entire careers are based around playing that game. Yeah. I mean, well, it was only it was only in the uh, I think it's only in the family department on that one, which is kind of like okay. It just seemed really weird. Like they just really, I I just didn't understand why they skipped over so much Nintendo stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And speaking, uh, of... looks like you can get looks like you can get Yakuza Kawami and the humble humble bundle for like. 12 bucks on Steam, so I'm not looking into that. Oh, but I mean, you can get it physical for your PS4 for $9.99. It's true. That's less. Oh, I did I did forget to mention that I ordered a Steam controller. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, because they're selling for like 5 bucks, right? Yep, 5 bucks plus shipping. So can I already you... bought the Steam I bought the Steam Link a couple years ago, and I haven't really used it, but I figure now that I have the controller, maybe I'll try to hook that up in the other room and give Steam Link a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, yeah, so I mean, just continuing that controller. What does it so make? That's why, why is it different? Like, what is it? It's a weird ass controller. So, like, instead of having the second thumbstick on the left side, it's like a touchpad kind of. So it's like a weird clicky touchpad on the left side, and then a traditional thumbstick on the right side, and it's supposed to simulate um, like a keyboard and mouse can as you, much as possible. Can you use it on Switch too? Is I don't know. USB? Maybe you could try it. Maybe. As far as we'll see, we'll see. I mean, it's worth. I figured five bucks. It's worth checking out. 
For sure. Because this controller was like, at one point in time, it was like a $60 controller, I think. So mm-hmm. why the hell not? In the GameStop Black Friday ad, there's also a Sega Genesis Mini with two controllers for fifty nine ninety nine, which is 20 bucks off of the original price of $80. And that's pretty awesome. So definitely check that out. We got time to talk about some of these rumors, some pretty big rumors here. Well, yeah, yeah we can. T- I think Jeremy needs to jet. I want, I want to say one thing real quick as far as like more. There, there's a bunch of Nintendo sales stuff on the eShop as well as far as like Black Friday goes um, for digital. Um, what is it? Legend, so Breath of the Wild is 40 and uh, and what is it? Uh, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is 40 Just like first party stuff that's never on sale. Uh, uh, Captain Toad. Thirty percent off, twenty twenty eight dollars. Fire Emblem Warriors forty. Sushi Strikers finally twenty five dollars for anybody who complained about it being too expensive. Still too expensive. Yeah, and Celeste oh, nine ninety nine. Mario Party is on sale, man. Mario Party is on sale too. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, who is it? Sonic and Mario at the Olympics is already on sale. <laughs> it's uh fifty yep. now instead of sixty. And Monkey Balls on sale. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff on the eShop is on sale. Make sure and check that out for. For Black, Day, Black Friday Spire. stuff is all. Is Slay the Spire is one I've been kind of wanting to check out. Is that one on sale too? Yeah. How much? $19.99. On the eShop, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dark Souls is $23.99. Man, yeah. there's a lot of games on sale. Yeah. So make sure and check that out, listeners. My friend Pedro. Cool. Well, okay. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to duck out because yeah. I have to go defeat enemies and I have to go play uh, Battleship Brigade in real life. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's got to play Shadow Beth. Battleship Brigade in real life. but uh, Against Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So let's talk about some rumors. Xbox, Xbox 2, Nintendo, NX Nintendo PlayStation, Dolls Grand Prix. Rumors. Yeah. Uh, some big ones this week. So I'll get, let's get the smallest one out of the way first. So Smash Ultimate Next Character revealed potentially it's going to be through what how was how was it revealed like what did what did they say i didn't look all i looked is like was who they said it was going to be but where was it was it leaked what was it leaked leaked from it was leaked from let's see i looked at it uh, smash brothers ultimate is recently well not the rumored one way word of the rumor comes way of industry insider sabby who notes yep. they aren't ready to endorse the leak. However, they've heard it from three different sources. And uh, apparently this guy has been right on a couple other things. Yeah. So, I mean, they do uh, have, uh, I mean, the uh, devil may cry one and two is on the switch already. And three is coming yep. out soon. So it makes sense. Makes so sense. It's supposed I to be guess. Dante. Yeah. I don't, I never, I never liked those games really. Well, I did was play one on, on PS2 and I thought it sucked. So, yeah, that's how I feel about Devil May Cry. Or was it on, or was it on PlayStation, the first one? I don't it remember. It was on PlayStation. I don't remember. I think it originated on PS2, yeah. Whatever it was, I thought it sucked when I played it. I just thought it, I thought it controlled badly. I didn't like the controls on it. So I don't really – I have, like, no tie to – and I played – actually, I did play a little bit of um, of Devil May Cry 3 also on, on PlayStation 3, and I didn't care for it. So, you know, maybe, maybe we'll have some cool movesets. I don't know. I was kind of hoping for something a little more out there than him, but I don't know. And yeah, it, I don't and, know. And it may be incorrect, but I'm, I'm, I'm betting that it's going to happen during the video game awards because that's when Joker was announced last year. What I would really like to see from the video game awards mm-hmm. is like maybe some info on Bayonetta three 
because <laughs> uh, cause they announced that they were making that two years ago, and uh, we never got a release date or a, or anything after that. So that seems like a place that they would definitely announce more on on that game. Well, they did. I mean, they did it a couple of years ago, like when they, you know, when they dropped like the Legend of Zelda, whatever. When they did the Breath of the Wild second DLC, they dropped it that night, and they said mm-hmm. like, and that was when they were like, "Oh yeah, we're making a Bayonetta three. Oh yeah, and by the way, Bayonetta one and two are coming to Switch soon." And then they gave a date for that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that meant that Bayonetta three was going to happen like around the corner, like that year, but then it didn't. <laughs> and then now, and then they released gone. a, and then they released a whole another game. That wasn't made, like the same company and release Astral Chain, which nobody even knew anything about before that. And it's like, okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm hope I'm thinking that maybe we'll see more about that. Maybe not though. I don't know. I watch it mostly just for the reveals and stuff because that's kind of been the main thing with the, with the video game awards is like, oh, we can do like some premieres in yep. here too and have some new, you know, content or whatever. So if you don't feel the awards are legitimate, at least you might get some news. Yeah. So they, so they get people to watch it because of that. And I streamed it last year. Maybe I'll stream it again this year if I get my computer before it happens. But uh, so the next rumor we've got is Resident Evil Three remake well, coming that, to Switch. Now I don't know. See, I don't believe that that's coming to Switch. I believe that they're no. just going to make it. Oh, maybe I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it said Switch. Because there, I mean, there is a Resident Evil. There, there's already a Resident oh, Evil right. remake on PS3 yep. or PS4, and it makes sense for them to remake. Resident Evil 3 next, but I don't believe that it'll be a Switch game. Unless it says it in the article. I don't know. I, I didn't read it. No, it does not say. I, I made that up. But um, yeah, that makes sense. People seem to like Resident Evil 3. It sort of stands out because you've got the, the tyrant chasing you for the whole game. Yeah. Well, the tyrant, um, I think there's kind of a tyrant that chases you in the 2 remake, which I have and I liked from what I played of it. So They should find yeah, a way to put cool. those on Switch. That's what they should do. But there's already a whole bunch of Resident Evil games that are good on the Switch already. So for anybody who's craving that, get Resident Evil Revelations 2, man. That game's awesome. I love that game. I think that's the best one on one? Switch. Uh, one is good, too, but I think two's a little better. Two's better. But I, but I think they're both good. I mean, they come in a, dual, in a dual pack. So I guess I didn't really play Resident Evil Revelations 1 on Switch because I already played it on 3DS. So it's kind of like a kind of more of a 3DS game in my mind, but they both are good. I think 2 is a little bit better, though. But they're both very good. Like, I'd, I'd recommend either of them. They're both great. Uh, yeah, here's another one. I'm getting more excited about, about this. This is, you know, a couple weeks ago we had our Tony Hawk episode. Now, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes may be on the way. Now, so, I'm actually saying, I'm, I'm pretty precautious on this one because... Number one, Activision and Tony Hawk, they're not friends anymore. Like, they're, right. they are apart from each other. And also in this article, they say that Tony Hawk 1 was remade already. That's incorrect. It was not remade. It was, it was basically a collection of levels from Tony Hawk 1 and 2 that were released as Tony Hawk HD. Do your homework, article people. Come on. You can play, the, you can go play the game. You can find YouTube videos about it. I don't work for you and I already knew that. So, you know, do your fucking research before you, before you just put, bullshit in your articles it always bothers me when people do that when they just say like yeah it says activision had already previously remade tony hawk one incorrect that was not it it was it was basically a remix of one and two so figure that out this actually comes from the same uh source as the previous rumor the the guy sandy yeah um and then 
So there was also something else in this article, which I forgot to make a note on, where uh, other thing that gives us a little credence is that somebody, a skater was on a, a podcast recently and just sort of off the cuff mentioned that she's going to be in the new Tony Hawk game. Was it Alyssa Steamer? Not Alyssa Steamer. <laughs> I no. hope because she, uh, uh, what was the name? I, I think she here. left, uh, I think she left Tony Hawk around underground. Like she's not in it anymore in those, in those ones. So I missed her. She, I think after four, she took off, which is unfortunate, but. They should bring her back. Yeah, hopefully this is true. Hopefully they um they bring back Tony Hawk because there's a there's a need for it. Yeah, but know? I don't. I'm I'm telling you though, Activision and Tony Hawk are not they're not friends because of Tony Hawk Five, like like bombing and doing so terribly. Like they they went their separate ways. So that's why I don't believe that it's a true rumor. Yeah, there's mobile game that came out. Yeah. Well, the mobile game that's a different thing. But I'm talking different about Tony company. Hawk Five, the one that came out that bombed. The, the, where mm-hmm. they, I mean, they already lost a lot of money on Ride, but that was the nail, the nail in the coffin was Five, which was an Activision game, and they parted after that. So Tony Hawk right. is not an Activision thing anymore. So it would make really, it would not make sense for them to make one. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm saying right now that that's a bullshit one. If it, unless if it does get a remake, which I would play it if it did, I don't think it's going to come from Activision. I think Tony Hawk's going to go to somebody else. That's what I'm saying on that. All right, and here's the big one. This rumor, it's time to play uh, is Metroid Prime, Prime Trilogy coming to Switch again. But I still don't believe that's happening. I, I mean, I, I, this is this, and I've said it before on this show. This is why I don't mm-hmm. think the Metroid Prime Trilogy is coming to Switch because Metroid Prime Swil- Trilogy is entirely motion based. Like the controls are all pointer based for the Wii, and mm-hmm. I just don't think I don't, Nintendo doesn't really. They're not one to like change controls like that. Like they would have to switch it all to be dual stick. Then I just don't think they're going to do that. I just don't think they have the time to do that or want to do it. So I'm saying, I mean, people keep saying it's going to happen because I think they're just saying it because they want Metroid news because there hasn't been a Metroid game since, since like the one on 3DS that I liked and nobody else liked. I can't even remember the name of, but it's like, I think people are just like really hurting for it, you know, aside from like the Metroid Prime 4, which when will that come out? I don't know. But I don't think yeah, I don't think that trilogy is going to happen. I mean, if it ends up showing up at VGA Awards or the VGAs, then cool. But I'm, I wouldn't put money on it. I, I, don't, I really don't think they would go through and like redo all the games like that. Unless they're going to make it like a different trilogy, but then it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense because Metroid Prime 3, a lot of the stuff in the game has to do with motion, with like you moving your arm in a certain way to turn a thing to open a door, and they just have to figure out a way to do that on the Switch. And I just, I just don't think, I just don't see them doing that. I don't see that being that being a thing for them. I don't know. I, I feel, I feel the opposite. I feel like they've got Prime Four coming out, um, announced that already. And not only is as there have been a lot of people who haven't played the original trilogy, it's been a, a significant gap of time since what the third one came out in 2007, right? And uh, so the, they're going to need to do a little bit to sort of prime the pump. I guess yeah. I mean to say, but they never, no, 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 no pun intended to prime yeah. the pump, but uh, yeah, but they're going to need to do something to, to warm people back up to it. Well, that's, I mean, but they don't do that. That's just not characteristic of Nintendo. They, they never do that. I, I think they should do that, but they didn't. Like they didn't release like Xenoblade before X came out. Like 
they, there was a, many a times that I've said, hey, they should do this to try to prime the pump, but they just don't do it. They just, they just never do it. And I don't think they're going to do that for this. And also like a super Metroid remake. I don't yeah, see that's that the second part of this rumor. I don't see that happening, especially if anybody actually played Samus Returns because Samus Returns ends with stuff that happened in Metroid Fusion. Fusion guys, not, not super. That's mm-hmm. going to be the next one they do. It's going to be a remake of Fusion, not super. Just saying pay attention, leakers, supposed leakers. And if that happens, cool. I mean, I, I'm actually not really. I don't want Super Metroid to be have a remake because I think it's a perfect game and I think it should be left alone. Leave it alone. You know, I I don't think we need to remake it. I think it's awesome. You can already play it on the Switch if you have a Nintendo online service. It's on there already, and it you know in the Super Nintendo form. I would rather see them redo Fusion or make a new one, make a sequel to Fusion. Like we haven't really. Well, I would say we haven't really gotten anything after that. As far as the story of Samus, like, what's she up to now? Let's find out. I, I say, I say, fake to this to this rumor. I, I disapprove. But once again, you know, the VGA is coming up soon. Maybe there'll be something mm-hmm. in there. But I never really believed in the trilogy one because I feel like it's it's the same thing with Super Mario Sunshine. Man, you have to change too much of the game to re-release it, and I just don't think they I don't think they want to do it or they care. You know. Like you have, like you'd have to change the way the triggers worked on that, like because you don't have the analog triggers anymore, so you have to kind of change. I think that there's too much of the game that you have to change, where they don't care. That's just kind of how I look at it. No, I wonder on the controls though. They already released GameCube controllers for the Switch, and the adapters out for the Switch. And if they're going after, but I don't think the audience who would like to play. the original GameCube games. Yeah, but then but then they would have to they would basically have to sell Super Mario Sunshine with a GameCube controller. Even though there are ones out there, they would still do that because they don't want to mm-hmm. sell you a thing that's not going to work with what you have. And that would also make it not a Switch Lite game because you can't sure. use a controller with it. You know, it's like there's a bunch of things. There's a bunch of things that would be added to it. That's all I'm saying. That's true. So yeah, I, I, I don't believe I don't believe any of those rumors. I guess Dante maybe, maybe Tony Hawk. Not to be the the downer on the news or on the, on the rumors, but yeah, that's all right. I think that's most. Unless there's anything you want to get into, I guess we could talk. I know, I know uh, Castlevania season mm-hmm. premiere is happening soon, right? January twelfth. Okay. Did you uh, ever, season three of the anime? Did you ever watch season two? Part of it. I watched. I think three episodes. Oh, okay. Because I did, I never watched any of two, so I kind of just fall off after that first season. But I don't really, I don't watch. I mean, most of the shows I watch, I watch with Jess. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not watching stuff with her, I, I either watch wrestling or play Switch. So that's my, that's basically my time alone for watching stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. But I mean, cool. I mean, I'm glad that people still like it. It's still going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, On the topic of of deals, we should mention that Nintendo has opened. An Amazon store. They have their own section on Amazon now with with exclusive items there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I didn't, yeah know, so, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, no, okay, I've seen it. Yeah. You can get, like, specific uh, T-shirts and mm-hmm. other things like that. So it's kind of like, it's almost like getting stuff from the store, but, like, directly through Amazon. Right. And there's stuff on here that I haven't seen anywhere else. Like, you know, Target has a bunch of Nintendo shirts, but this is all exclusive stuff, it seems, to this Amazon store. Like Pretty like cool. that Link hand puppet, which I'm looking at right now, which is really there's weird. There's a Link hand puppet? There's a link, oh, yeah, I see that. There's a Link hand puppet, yeah. 
that's definitely something I've never seen before anywhere. So there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, yeah, so there's, they have sections for a section for Donkey Kong, for Metroid, and for Star Fox. Interesting. And then there's retro section. Yeah, there's not much in the Star Fox section, but I guess the intention is there. I was like, but Star Fox. We, we yeah. speaking of Star Fox, Star Fox Zero. You know, Star Fox Guard. I would, I would. That would be one. I mean, that's probably that's something they wouldn't do, but. I would love to see Zero re- get re-released and have them kind of fix the controls on that because mm-hmm. that had some really weird motion stuff that was unwanted as well, and that's kind of what threw it under. But aside from that, I think it's a pretty good game, and it has a lot of cool stuff to do on it. It would be nice for them to just release it as a analog game and not so much a motion thing. But Also, I don't see that happening either, but who knows? I was looking at. I looked at the. Re- I'm looking at the retro stuff. It's like a whole lot of. You can get 64 hoodies and stuff like that. Lots of Nintendo 64 stuff. But no, that's cool for anybody who's looking for uh, some Amazon stuff. Um, so I want to say one more thing, and I sure. think uh, will be good. There's a. So this is coming from the Nintendo of America tweet, and I want to mention it. I should have mentioned it while Jeremy was still here, but Gigantamax Snorlax will appear in Max Raid Battles from 12.4 to 1.5. And the Gigantamax Snorlax is like, basically looks like those, uh, do you remember that part in uh, Detective Pikachu where there's like the terrarium and like the creatures become really huge and you're like mm-hmm. walking on top of them? That's basically what it is. Like Snorlax is so big that he has like a tree growing out of his stomach. And that's wow. awesome. <laughs> his stomach is like land. It's like its own, like something, you know, he has like his own life, like growing on his stomach. It's kind of like that Futurama episode where like Bender gets, gets like a whole like civilization on his, on his uh, chest while he's in space where he becomes yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of that too, but I love Snorlax and that's awesome. Like more, you know, more, the more Snorlax stuff, the better. That's cool. I, w- I do want to say that when I wrote this down on our outline, Gigantamax Snorlax, it auto-corrected to Gigantic Axe Snorlax. <laughs> but it didn't But it didn't correct Snorlax, so there you go. No. And this isn't really a news thing, but I saw a picture of a guy who made a giant Snorlax pillow that's like twice the size of him on Twitter, and it's amazingly adorable, and I wish I could get it. It's like cool. a, I've seen a Snorlax beanbag chair before. It, yeah, it's kind of like a beanbag chair, but I think it's like... I think it's just like a giant pillow, like a giant pillow slash stuffed animal. And it looks adorable. But yeah, um, I think that's good for our show yeah. for this week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 196. Happy if, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, if everything goes as planned and we don't miss any episodes, I think that our 200th episode, 200th episode will be our game of the year episode or or games of the year episode. So if everything, if I'm able to get everything worked out with my computer and streaming and all that, I'd like to stream that episode. That episode would be recorded on, on like new year's day. If you guys are available, then I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about that later, but let's say like rough estimate, we might do a live show then. So kind of have that in your mind. If you think about it, maybe, you know, probably like New Year's Day night or whatever. We'll, fig- we'll figure out on the other side and we'll mention it next week. But that's kind of future stuff that we're thinking about. But mm-hmm. if you want to find more episodes of Nintendo Main Podcast, of course, you, of course, you can find us on the Internet on most uh, – well, I think all the podcast apps have us. 
You can find mm-hmm. it at, at nintendomainpodcast.com. We have stuff on youtube.com slash nintendomainpodcast, twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. I'm hoping to stream something soon. I've just been having issues with uh, computers and stuff that I haven't really been able to get anything up yet, but I will do it at some point before the end of the year because I still got to do that extra life thing as well. So that'll happen. If you want to, if you want to like send us questions and stuff, you can do that at Nintendo main podcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain. You can send me a message and we will read it on the show. And if we, if we get enough messages and questions, we'll do a whole episode about that where we give away stuff, where we give away eShop cards and stuff like that. So, so send us some messages. And, and you'll get a chance to win something. I know uh, very there's there's a good amount of people who have actually won stuff from the show. Like so, it's a real thing. So you know, let us know how you feel. And it's giving season, so you know. it, it is the giving season, also. Yeah, so check that out. And if you want to hear more from me and my wife, we have a show called Drunk Monday, which you can check out. I just I put up the second episode of the Japan trip, so I'll listen that to it. It's great. That one is worth listening to if you want to hear more. About the second half of our show, that was like when we went to like Disneyland and and uh, Studio Ghibli and like Team Lab and Tokyo Tower and all this other stuff. That was kind of like more of our bigger stuff that we got to do. But yeah, definitely check that out. And um, yeah, or or if you want to hear more, even more of us, go to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com and throw us uh, throw us a buck, and you'll get to hear some extra episodes on there. There's there's plenty of uh there's there's our Tony Hawk ones on there. We got a Dreamcast episode. We got a Game Boy episode. Uh, I put I put a specific spe- there, there's a special WRT radio on there that's only Tony Hawk songs which I'm very proud of I've actually listened to it many many times because I think it's a great mix you can check that out on there and uh, yeah and of course you'll get you'll get both shows Nintendo Main and and Drunk Monday the way at a, at a higher bit rate they'll be on the same feed and uh, you'll get them some sometimes you'll get them early depending on how how quick I can edit them but yeah check all those out. But we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. And I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. See ya.